I don't care if you've been trying to cop them Satan shoes all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Affinity. I'm your host, the Two Loose Project, coming to you live direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with all that dang shit on my left. Oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Don't trust the nostrils over your Oh, wait, are we live? <laughs> are we live? My bad. I know my mic was on. My fault. <laughs> on my far right, engineer, on the ones or twos, choking people out on the threes and fours, Kronos. Uh, Dan feels good to be a gangster. We may have Stitch uh, joining. We don't know about Blue quite yet, but we're going to keep it moving for y'all. Kronos, you usually got some wonderful statistics for us to start it off. What you got? That I do, that I do. In one second, listener of the week would be user 91521680, along with another user. Awesome. Um, first in the chat would be, I'm pulling it up, it's hard to get to now because of YouTube changing shit constantly. Uh, nobody yet. So yeah. I just saw the notification. Okay. All right, old ninja. Uh, looks like we got a nice one. Uh, just one, maybe, for uh, pouring out uh, some type of beverage. What are you pouring out and for who? Uh, we're going to pour out some uh, Colt 45 on this one, fam. Uh, we're pouring out for Jessica Walter, mm. uh, an actress that had six decade-long career with some 162 projects. And some of her most recognizable work is from uh, Arrested Development and Archer. Uh, she's won an Emmy for her role in Amy Prentice. I believe that's how I pronounced the, the name. Uh, but she actually got her start on Broadway. Um, her big screen debut was in the film Lilith, with incidentally also starred Gene Hackman in his big screen debut. They actually were co-stars in one of a Broadway production together. So that was actually... Kind of uh, interesting with Twitch. Uh, you can see her in many, many, many films, um, not, including Arrested Development as well as Archer, but also in Play Misty for Me, which was Clint Eastwood's directorial debut. Um, TV shows such as uh, Dinosaurs, Harley Quinn, the animated series, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and so many more. Uh, she served as second national vice president of the Screen Actors Guild and was also elected uh, member of the SAG board of directors for more than a decade. Damn. She passed away at a, in her sleep at the age of 80. At least so far, no other, um, I guess, nefarious harm was uh, re has been reported. But for now, it's being reported she passed away in her sleep. Um, I, I, I want to say this news was kind of kind of shocking. I mean, I knew she was like not a, a spring spring chicken, but just, you know, she looked like she was vibrant and, and, you know, and with it and doing a lot of projects like Archer's been going on for a long, long time. But, you know, she she's just had a lot of work in, in terms of uh, her career. So and I thought she was hilarious, like especially on um, Arrested Development. She was funny as fucking shit. Yeah, it's, uh, she was doing a lot of drama work, and then she switched up to comedy, and that's where most people remember her for, is doing a lot of comedy stuff. So, yeah. I mean, she was 80 years old. She lived a fairly long life, I mean, but she was still working, so. Yep, very yeah. sad. R.I.P. I'll add in. Any others? 
All in one extra, yeah. only, but it was a long time ago. But it was uh, 16 years ago, uh, right around this week, my dad passed away. So, R.I.P. Clyde. Mm. Miss you, man. R.I.P. Um, and also, I'd like to give out some happy birthdays, because we don't ever do those, really. Um, but happy birthday to Patrick, who was, his birthday was over the past week. And Buddy Man, who is a, has been a guest on the podcast a whole bunch of times. And we have Black and Yellow, which you haven't done in forever. So, for obvious reasons. Yeah, his uh, buddy man's birthday was yesterday, correct? Yeah, yeah. Or is it today? I think Patrick's yeah. was like two days ago. So, nice. yeah. <sighs> good shit. Were there any Were there any others on for you, old ninja? No, no. That was just, that was a big one. Oh shit! Well, we got a fucking show for y'all this week. Um, <laughs> I guess we will we will. Are we still skipping? Or we're waiting on Blue to give some real fucking awesome news, but we, we've been waiting on this motherfucker for three weeks. We have. We probably should, like, give him a press. Like, hey, man, just come on for five fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to be patient with him. But yeah. um, where would you guys like to start? Should, should we start with the real stuff uh, in terms of the real world, or are we going to jump into some entertainment shit? I want to wait for uh, the real one uh, in case Stitch can come on, which he might be able to in a couple of minutes. We will see. If not, okay. Then we'll... We'll go into it. Uh, let's go into something that's more entertaining and funny and shit. Okay. Uh, then let's, let's dive on in. One of the biggest uh, uh, shocking entertainment news. I mean, did everybody see the video for Lil Nas X Montero? I forgot to watch no. it today. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. I, um, I, I saw, like, I understand the, the premise of it, and I saw, like, clips of it. And I was just like, oh, he's going there. And I, I understood why he was going there, which is kind of funny because it still had controversy. But go ahead and break yeah. it up because you actually saw it. Yeah, de- definitely watch. I mean, here's the thing. Watch the video for certain. Um, you know, this is – it's not like Old Town Road. Um, he's working on Satan. Yeah, I mean, he's sliding down a giant – everybody's seen the, either the gif or the meme about it, but he's sliding down this giant fucking stripper pole in uh, platform heels and a thong uh, all the way down to hell and uh, uh, twerking on – I have not seen this meme. You haven't seen this. It's been all over. What the Twerking on Satan. Uh, There is, there is a lot of mythological stuff in it. It's, you know, it's him addressing a lot of things in terms of, uh, I guess, religious mythology and, you know, some of the whole blatantly anti-gay stuff in a lot of Western religions. Um, He does kill Satan in it. And, it's a pretty provocative video all the way around. The song is, is decently catchy. I don't think it's nearly as catchy as fucking Old Town Road. You know what I mean? But um, it's it the imagery in it is obviously causing some people to uh, be you know clutch their be clutching their pearls or clutching their pearls out of uh, fake ass shock or whatever. Um, <laughs> we're a certain age, and so we've seen artists. All the way back from like the 70s through the 80s 90s and even early 2000s doing the uh semi-religious semi-satanic uh shocking videos or music stuff for a very long time but just in general uh you know and you guys haven't seen the video but have you heard about the the, the stir with this oh yes. a little bit of it yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I heard, heard about him, I, like, you know, giving a lap dance to Satan and all that shit, and, uh, I, like I said, I want to watch it. It looked, like, interesting. I want to watch it just to see, like, what it's all about. 
Um, it just seems incredibly funny to me that people are still up in arms about stupid shit like this. When, um, if you want to talk about, like, you know, religious imagery, it's like, I mean, we, we the devil came down to Georgia. It was a song a long fucking time ago. It wasn't controversial. <laughs> the, just, just be honest. The controversy here is that it's a gay black man that is, um, made a song that has devil imagery in it. But you see devil imagery and a whole bunch of other shit that you don't complain about. Um, and they missed the point of the fact that he made the song. That's kind of like a fuck you to everybody that that was um, saying that he was like, you know, spawn of the devil or evil or whatever. Because the Bible says that you can't be gay. Well, I mean, it's, it's fucking bullshit. You know, if you don't realize that it's bullshit, and that's your... If that's what you take away from the Bible is, you know, this, this crazy ass dogma that's written by fucking, you know sheep farmers 2000 years ago it's like are, are you and it's cobbled together it's been rewritten multiple times and that's what you want to pull out of it is that you know gay people are the spawn of the devil and that they're evil and all that stuff like they, they have nothing to do with you like i don't understand how people want to go into somebody's life and like kind of destroy their lives because you don't like what they do in their bedroom like i don't give a fuck listen i can't stand christian music like with the fucking passion i can't stand it if if watching well, in my world, it wouldn't exist, but I'm not going to advocate for it not existing in this world because people people like it. I guess it's for a reason. It's, it's a fucking stupid reason in my mind, but I'm not out there with a fucking pitchfork, you know, and signs and shit saying stop all, you know, Christian music, even though to me, you're you're preaching and singing songs about total fucking bullshit. So, you know, I, I like it. I like it for boss battles when it's all in Latin as a as a. Uh, like the the chanting stuff or whatever for a boss battle in Doom or something like that yeah. or, or certain anime. <laughs> I mean, y'all act like y'all wasn't all about um, Enigma back in the nineties. Everybody was all about them. I mean, Slayer everybody was, like, doing. Everybody was doing the naughty to Enigma back then. Yeah, but look, I mean, Kiss Kiss had a uh, a fuck. And I will get into this part uh, in a little bit later. But Kiss had a fucking Marvel comic. Uh, that was supposed to have, or was advertised as having, a, a real blood in the the cover of it, or something like that, back in the seventies. Because um, th- this is alluding to his whole Satan shoes, which I know we're going to get into as well. But you know, this this is controversy to sell records, and it's been something that's been done for at least four or five decades now. Go ahead, old ninja. Um, I haven't seen this, so I have no idea. The biggest thing that I've heard about was the whole, the shoes. Like, the shoes is the biggest thing that <laughs> was sued. the biggest takeaway, at least from the media that I've seen. I mean, I, I've heard about the, the imagery and whatnot, but the memes were all bringing up stuff like... <laughs> so the memes were bringing up stuff about, you know, how people were saying, like, this imagery was bad for kids, but then they were showing Not stuff kids. that kids were watching. Like, if you're watching Powerpuff Girls, they had him... Um, what was the other one? Uh, uh, there's another South, one. Oh, South Park. Uh, South with, Park. Yeah. yeah. That's not for kids either. Yeah, though. South Park. Those yeah, are bad that's examples. not for kids. Yes, yeah. correct. <laughs> South Park is not. However, kids were watching South Park. Yeah, it's still, they should not it's be. not for kids. Like, so, this is the problem I have yeah. when people talk about, like, they try to compare, like, Dr. Seuss with WAP. It's not for kids. Like, they don't they don't teach WAP in fucking schools. The, Dr. Seuss, though, they do. So that, that's that's the big problem. That people don't really yep. seem to understand it. And it bothers me to this day that they can't understand that there's shit for kids and shit not for kids. And it is your job as a parent to filter out what, they, what they're consuming through media. And if you're not doing that, you're doing your, um, your kids a disservice. And you're just, you're just being a piece of shit parent if you're letting them watch yeah. that. You know, yeah. nobody showed it down their throat. Nobody. Literally nobody. The other thing is, 
it's hard to find, especially for rap videos, videos with zero twerking. Like, I would say a very high percentage have some twerking in them. Not all, not every single one. I get it, I get it. But th th this has some stripper iconography and, and some twerking in it. It's of him, you know, rather than some video vixen. But, you know... <laughs> Uh, wait, most, what if most he people weren't collecting their twirl, uh, their furls over, you know, twerking in in rap videos. Well, yeah, I mean, some of them have. I mean, we just went back to WAP. I mean, they they got mad because the imagery and you know the twerking and the the lyrics in the song, even though it was edited on the Grammys, mm -hmm. and it's just like, all right, listen, if your kids are watching the Grammys and a song like WAP came on, you know what it was about. I mean, have them leave the room. <laughs> So yep. it's not that, and, and they're not, it's edited anyway. But if you have a problem with the image, you'd be like, hey, listen, this ain't appropriate for my kids. Take them out of the room. It's not yeah. hard. The actual show has a rating as well. Yeah, and just pay attention to it. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, it, this is so ridiculous to me that in 2021, people are still not paying attention. They give you fucking morons guides for shit like this. It's the reason why we have stupid shit like, you know, don't swallow these fucking poisonous things on the sides of <laughs> containers. Because there's fucking morons out there like, well, I didn't say it, so I'm going to do it, and I died, or I got seriously injured, so now I'm going to sue them. So, yeah, don't put glue in your hair. Yeah. Don't eat Tide Pod. <laughs> all this shit, like, all, all these things are, like, do we need to bubble wrap the rest of the world even more for people's stupidity when we're already having the, the things in place to let you know as a parent or as a person, like, hey, watch any show right now that's on TV. Right before it comes on, what comes up in the upper left-hand corner? The fucking, the rating, rating of the show. And it'll tell you exactly why it's rated like that. So you can tell right before the show starts, hey, maybe I shouldn't let my kid watch uh, pussy and fucking blood and violence. Because it tells you right there. There's going to be nudity, blood, eh? violence, gore, all that shit. If that's okay with you and your kids, then go ahead and watch it. If not, fucking change the channel. And Actually, even, uh, even the... I'll, I'll... Sorry, real quick. Go ahead. E e even like, okay, that's that's television, and obviously I understand we're in 2021. People are doing stream. Even the streaming yeah. services do the same thing. Like they're not as regulated by you know the uh, FCC, but like they, they still do it just as a uh, you know a pre warning so that so that there's no surprise that hey this is a more mature show than a you know a kids show whether it's animated or live action. You are aware. If you pay attention ahead of time, you know, with what you're watching, they, they tell you. Go ahead, Old Ninja. Well, yeah, I was about to say streaming services, especially if they are showing like Hulu, for instance. If they're showing a show from network TV, there's a huge disclaimer. It's There's a narrator that tells you what you're about to watch is rated a certain rating. And it, in big white letters, it tells you what it, why it's rated this. And there's a bunch of little little print for some other shit too. But and their biggest thing is the, this huge marquee about what the rating of the show is, and then why it's being rated this way. And it and it gives the guy that announces to you gives you a huge disclaimer, and he says, "Your discretion is advised." If you people act like this has never been heard before or told you before, well, but, and I mean yeah. beyond beyond even all of that, all these streaming services and YouTube, which is obviously a streaming service. They have kids' versions of these things or a mm -hmm. kid profile. So for, for parents to be out there and be like, I don't want my kids to watch that, you literally have the tools where the, that content will never reach them. You just got to put forth a little bit of fucking effort, but you don't want to do it because you're lazy. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's really easy to install um, the, the kid version of YouTube on a tablet 
or if you're watching YouTube on your TV, you have your kids profile that's only for kids, and you only get kid, kid content. But if you're not doing that, the only person to blame is yourself because you're being lazy. It's just like you getting into a car and, it's, and the seatbelts are there, but you're just like, no, nope, we're not going to use them. You know, with your kids in the car, don't 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 use them. Even though they're there, we're just not going to use them because it's too much of a house for me to to literally click it in for my for my kid. Yep, that, that's literally what it, it is. And and remember too, like. <laughs> Yes, he had this big hit, what was it, 2019 or whatever, Old Town Road, that was pretty benign in terms of, like, uh, explicit content. I don't think it had anything really in there. Just like, uh, you know, uh, when Miley Cyrus kind of had a more squeaky clean image back in the day, and uh, a few years later, you know, was on top of cannonballs and, you know, some stripper outfits. Like, artists can, yeah, twerking. Artists can change, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable with your kids who used to like Old Town Road and Lil Nas X two years ago, listening to him now, that's totally fine. But he's he's gonna evolve, he's gonna develop as an artist. Like I said, I don't think this one is nearly as catchy as Old Town Road, but also, you know, if you, <laughs> he was viewed as a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways, as a one-hit wonder, you know? And mm-hmm. so, this is giving his career a, a second life, you know, that may not have happened if not for some controversial changes. You know, it's a business. So, so getting back to the shoe thing, uh, yeah. I didn't know that he was, I guess the shoes are featured in the video or something, but then they're, they're marketing see, well, the shoes. Hold on. I didn't see, I don't think they're, he's definitely wearing some stripper heels. I didn't see the... <laughs> The, the actual uh, shoes in this video, they definitely seem like they're inspired by the video directly, you know, and, and they're called Satan shoes or whatever. These are really just 90s Air Maxes, uh, Nike Air Maxes with different like features on them and a, a, a few different like um, scribbling here, a pentagram yeah, there. Yeah, six, six, um, six. yeah. yeah they, they basically, they say 666 on them, they're limited re- uh, edition, but you know, the other thing is, Nike's saying they didn't have anything to fucking do with this. So they've already sued uh, the other company and Little Nas X. Probably rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know, if you're going to sell some Air Maxes that are Nikes and do have that swoosh on them, they need to be involved. You can't be doing that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I totally get that. And at the same time, uh, these shoes have gone up in value exponentially since he announced them. I think they were already $1,000. Last I checked on eBay, they were double that. They might be more because of limited release and the controversy around them. But yeah, there's going to be some lawsuits. Oh, and yeah. they already are. So that being said, those shoes, if he gets sued and whatnot and the production stopped, the price of those shoes are going to even skyrocket even more. Yep. Yeah. You're going to $10,000 shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! It, it it's crazy, but I, I can't I can't knock the hustle of, you know, you're you're an artist and, uh, yeah, you probably did have some fucked up things happen to you being a, a gay black male growing up and you know internalize some of that whatever self hatred religious stuff, and now you're you know more out and, um, you know out of the, not just out of the closet but more outgoing in terms of his, his sexuality or whatever. I'm, I'm fine with all that. Make some catchy music. There's plenty of gay musical artists, you know, but um, I, I don't see what the real big deal is, given the fact that we have had 
so many death metal bands with satanic shit for like four fucking decades. Like, it's so funny to me. You know, you've never heard of Slayer, you never heard of ACDC or Black Sabbath. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Here comes Stitch. Uh, I mean, what is it? Ozzy Osbourne is a self-proclaimed Prince of Darkness. Yeah. So, hey, Stitch. Super, on, on. Real quick, Stitch, you there? Hey, what's up? No, all right. Cool, uh, got you. Uh, no, no video, just audio. Dead. No, no, no video or whatever. Uh, try to squeeze in as much uh, time as I can or whatever. Babies, I got. I'm on baby duty, so baby's asleep, so I can uh, hang out with the boys for a little bit and see and see what's going on or whatever. I was listening right. to you guys talk about Little Nas X, and um, the thing that I heard was that there were only, I guess, 666 um, copies or, yeah, or shoes. amounts of, of these shoes or whatever, which I guess obviously creates the whole supply-demand thing, and sneakerheads are trying to flip them and, and got the bots out like uh, Prodigy was getting destroyed for the PlayStation 5. I guess they're doing the same thing for the, uh, the Little Nas X Satan shoes. And everything, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, I don't even know what to say to it or whatever. I pretty much, you guys sort of summed up my whole my whole thoughts on it in terms of like, be be a good parent. Like even <laughs> <laughs> even the the old town road stuff. If you really listen to like the lyrics, like not the kid bop lyrics, it, uh, it's probably not appropriate. Some of the mm. stuff that he's saying. I mean, e- even some of the songs that are, are really popular today, if we're talking about like um, uh, The Weeknd or whatever, I mean, he's singing about cocaine yeah. and shit. And, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, it's, it's no big deal. I mean, we're talking about even a couple of years ago, people were singing blurred lines and that was highly rapey, but people were just like singing it along like it was no big deal. But I mean, they're, they're just acting and like you said, clutching their pearls about this. So it's another outrage i guess did you see the video stitch i saw the i did see the video um okay i i didn't think it was that bad i i was expecting a lot worse yeah um i had saw like the outrage and people going ham on twitter and i was like okay this has got to be like some some nelly tip drill type stuff but <laughs> it <laughs> it really wasn't and i'm just like uh all right, so he's giving a lap dance to, I guess, the Satan dude, and I mean, objectively speaking, I mean, he looks like he gives a good lap dance. I mean, if- <laughs> <laughs> save that clip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, I can, I mean, I've, I've gotten strippers, I gotten lap dances from strippers that were worse than what I. <laughs> 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 so, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, he's an artist. If that's the art that he wants to put out, that's that's on him. I mean, if it appeals to certain people, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But that's his own calculated decision that he wants to make. And there's no reason for people to jump down his shit and try to try to say he's problematic or anything. I mean, it is what it is. If you don't like what he's singing, turn the dial to the left or turn the dial to the right and find a new station. It's, it's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. What's a dial? These, these kids it's don't know. <laughs> uh, while, while we have you, uh, uh, Kronos, you, you wanted to go into, what was it, the real Sheldon trial with, with Stitch a little bit? Yeah, I mean, since it's on now. Go ahead. I mean, he, he watched more of it than I did. Yeah. Um, but I watched a, a lot of really good clips. So, yeah. Go ahead, man. Set it up. Oh, man. So we're in, I guess this is day three, maybe? 
um, during the pre- the past, I guess, couple weeks, they've been doing the whole jury selection and and everything. And, I, and I've always been fascinated with with actual like trials and stuff. Um, I'm obviously a criminal justice major, so courts and legal stuff. I mean, I, I think it's really fascinating to me. So I, I've been sort of addicted to watching as much of it as I can. Um, in in what's it called? Criminal proceedings, the prosecution will normally call their witnesses first. The uh, defense will have a chance to uh, cross-examine the witnesses and the defense will call their witnesses and then the prosecution will cross-examine those witnesses. So essentially we're on day two or day three of prosecution witnesses being called and um, prosecution is doing a great job so far um, of just laying down this was excessive, this was not necessary. Um, he went well over and beyond the um, the concept of of uh, reasonable force, which is, is going to be like the key term that you're going to hear is like, was the force used reasonable for like what was going on? And we've, we've talked about this for about 10 months now in terms of us saying like, yo, this was excessive, this was not reasonable. Uh, Floyd was handcuffed, he's on the ground, the fight's over. There's no reason for you to be, have his knee on his neck for now what was termed to be, I guess, 929 is the new, mm-hmm. yeah. the new number that was uh, once the, the videos and everything came out. So it was really interesting to see all the video that they laid out. And we, we've seen most of like the cell phone footage and everything and clips when you when you watch it on, on Twitter or whatever it is that you're watching it. But the prosecution went to each and every officer's body camera footage from that, from, well, at least today. And they played it all, whatever, 10, 15 minutes of it from beginning to end. There was no clips or cuts it being like, oh yeah, you know what happens next or anything like that. They played it all for the jury to see over and over and over again. Each time, same stuff you're seeing, nothing new. It's just a different angle from from Officer A or Officer B and Officer C's body camera footage. So they see, yeah, you watch this dude die. I don't want to call it like a snuff film or whatever, just because this is an actual thing that, that happened. So it's actual factual, real life stuff. But they made the jury watch it at least five, six times today, which I thought was an excellent move by the uh, prosecution to do. You, you want them to see what happened. You don't want them to forget because after uh, after the prosecution is done, the defense is going to, the defense most likely isn't going to want to have the jury look at that video. They're going to play all this like technical stuff in terms of like, oh, what's their standard operation and procedures? What uh, were you trained on in the academy? Was the crowd hostile and, and all this stuff? But prosecution did a great job i thought of just showing over and over again this is what happened don't you forget it and you're going to watch it over and over and over again so you don't forget in a couple weeks when because this trial is going to be in 20 some days so making sure that they remember what it is that actually happened here rather than trying to give a false narrative on on how things were possibly perceived good setup glad us get in here you saw more of the trial, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I thought they did a really good job with uh, a lot of the witnesses that were there. They had a guy I, I didn't know about some of these witnesses that were there, 
Um, but one guy was a pro pro MMA, pro MMA fighter, and he gave some really good testimony about like chokeholds and stuff, like help well, to help kind of clear up what, what you know a layperson might not understand that. You know, if you're getting choked, like the difference between like a blood choke and an airway choke, and you know, if you're getting a blood choke, um, you can breathe all you want, but you know, you're not getting blood to your brain, and you can cut off blood to your brain from just one side, and if you have another thing on the other side, um, that's gonna still cut off both um, blood paths to your brain um, with your um, carotid arteries. So, I, I thought that he did a really good job, and they, and they kind of try to gaslight him a little bit. Um, the uh, the defense of saying how you know he was angry you know blah 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 but he handled it handled it pretty well you know because they, they want to make it seem like he was like some angry black man but it's like I mean first of all like watching somebody get murdered in front of you like you're supposed to be indifferent I mean indifferent yeah. is the reason why he's dead is the reason why yeah. George Floyd is dead is because you had three other people that were indifferent and then one person that murdered him you know, and and other people that were forced to watch this man get murdered in front of in front of them, including children, who also took the stand, yep. and that's that's fucked up to like have children watch this guy um, kill this guy in front of them who's supposed to be protecting people, and he murdered a guy for over nine minutes. I mean, people had to just sit by and, and watch, and the fact that the MMA guy actually called the police on the police um, will kind of dispel because. They're probably gonna make it seem like you know the MMA guy, because um, he's black as well, um, that he probably doesn't doesn't like the police. But it's like, listen, if he called the police, obviously he doesn't have a problem with the police. He's trying to get the police to do their fucking job and to stop this guy from murdering somebody. You know, he's also not on trial. No, he, no, he's, he's not. But, he's not on trial. But I mean, <laughs> it's, it's their, the defense's job is gonna be to you know discredit the witnesses. You know, yeah, in any I way possible. It. So I get it. It's it's scummy. Like I wouldn't want to do that job, but it's it's a tactic that you can use. Um, so I thought that he did a really good job. The uh, I, I, I think that he he showed some really damning uh, evidence of like basically how he had to watch and then he had to call the police and all this blah blah blah. But also I didn't know there was a firefighter there as well, and she had some really fucked up like damning evidence against them as well because she actually was like, "Hey, I'm a firefighter. Let me administer aid," and they were like, "Nah." And I'm just like, what? The? I didn't even know that she was even there, like trying to say, like, hey, wow. we need to like save this person. Like, he, he has no pulse. Like, we need to administer aid. And they were like, no, you, you don't help us. Um, we got this. And they just let the guy die after he didn't have a pulse. Like, you had somebody there on site that could have saved his life, and they declined her assistance. And it's like, for what? Like, you, they're not gonna have any real answer to that. Like, why would you not administer aid to some to somebody that was in your custody? Wasn't resisting arrest at the time. He was totally physically incapacitated. And you know that he lost uh, consciousness and his pulse. So the man is dying. You know he's dying. The police officers, at minimum, should have administered some kind of aid. If they didn't want to, I guess. You're already a piece of shit. But also, a person is willing to help you get out of the situation and to save his life. But you still um, force them to not administer aid and forced her somebody that's literally getting paid like her job is to save lives and you force them to watch you take a life right in front of her and it's like dude that is some really fucked up shit and i, I was it, i wasn't aware of that at all it was it was really fascinating because during the cross-examination of, of the firefighter uh girl um he was like framing all these questions like oh have you ever had to put out a fire with with people watching or with people recording a camera 
or or with people yelling at you like that would affect and she was just like fire is fire like I'm, I'm spraying water on 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 the fire and shit like that and then it's just like and in my head i'm just like if i was like i mean obviously i'm, I'm big sports fans but if i were to be like yo uh, Coach Belichick, I can't throw touchdowns when people are booing me. Like, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, I need dead silence. I need to play in football in a bubble or something. I wouldn't have a fucking job. And, like, you know that, you. I mean, everybody knows that that's part of the job or whatever. Is You're going to have to do shit in a stressful situation or, or when, when things are hostile and people are yelling at you. I mean, that's that is part of the job, and it's a requirement for you to be able to actually like fucking do it. And so, for like the defense attorney to maybe even like start going with maybe that feed of doubt, being like, oh well, the situation was so crazy where where people were yelling at him, and he just he just locked up and, it, and he froze up. That, that's not an excuse. Like that's it's part it, of your doesn't, job. it yeah. doesn't work like that in that job or whatever. You you don't get that. Uh, that leeway or whatever that's what you train for that's what you practice for that's what you go to the academy and do all this other extra curricular stuff or whatever to do it's, it i mean you can't be like oh i can't shoot i can't shoot my gun when when i'm stressed when my heart rate goes over 75 i just my my firearm accuracy is just trash like no one would hire that dude or whatever because when you need to pull the trigger you're supposed to be fucking stressed you're supposed to be making these decisions in stressful situations and you're supposed to be good at making decisions and performing under stress we wouldn't tolerate that from any other circumstance at all it's well, it's fucking crazy if i if you even if you were like a, a surgeon you'd be like i can only perform perform surgery when when i'm the only one in the room like no it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work like that sometimes yeah. mr doctor mr er doctor like <laughs> you have to adjust and you have to be able to do your job in stressful situations or you're not good at it and you got to pay the, the the penalty if you if you call if you injure somebody or, or harm them yeah well i think another thing too when, when the defense was trying to say that there was a hostile crowd okay if we if you want to go into fantasy land we thought the crowd was really that hostile why did you have three officers on one person and they didn't get up and try to calm down the crowd first of all nobody tried to like really de-escalate shit all right so let's just be honest they didn't de-escalate anything um if there was really a problem with the crowd and you really were fearing for your life then why don't you get off the guy who's already incapacitated that's already in handcuffs on the ground and handle the crowd if that's if that's your if that's your concern if you're saying that you know you're fearing the crowd because they were hostile then how about you take some bodies off of the body that's on the ground and handle the crowd because they're not in handcuffs you know if, if, if you're really concerned about them if they're scary to you then handle them however you, you know handle them in some sort of way but you didn't like, so that, that whole theory of, like, the, the crowd was hostile just falls apart because nobody was throwing shit at you. If you can't handle words, then... If you can't handle, like, harsh words, you don't even deserve to be a fucking teacher. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Like, people say harsh words every day to people. Like... Yeah, it's it's words. It's, yeah. it's not like a... Like, like Black Hawk Down. That was a hostile situation. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hostile crowd. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hostile crowd. <laughs> From my account, there was... It was less than 10, at least from how I remember it. So between seven to 10 people 
standing on a sidewalk yelling, uh, calling, calling me a bum. And some of them were kids. Saying, and some bitch. of them were kids. Yeah. At least four of them were kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're, you're a bum. Oh, shit. That's fucking hostile. We got we to gotta go. Like, I'm fucking stressed. Like, no, no fucking toddler. Or not a toddler, but a, a juvenile calling me a bum or calling me a bitch-ass dude or whatever like that. That's that's not stress. Like, I, I don't I don't understand it. And if, if you're stressed out by that, then you need to go work in a library. Yeah. yeah, for real. I I I really hope this trial um, lands in a conviction, man. I'm I just want the the end result. I've been purposely trying to not follow every day's worth of details, but I I just I want a conviction at the end of the day. We'll see though. Well, let's talk about um, some of the there was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, old Andrew. Yeah, I, I I had a question for both Cronus and, and and Stitch. Did they uh, bring up the partner, um, his Kyle. partner and his relationship to Cho, uh, Chauvin? Is that how you Chauvin? Is it Chauvin or Chauvin? Chauvin. Chauvin. Do they bring up their relationship yet or no? Probably, at least not from what I saw. I mean, I don't think that is technically relevant because Chauvin is the one on trial. Yeah. So I I think that that would probably get tossed out by the judge to be like, uh, unless it was something that you could prove was premeditated, and you said that yo, prior to this call, you and him were talking at the station about yo, we want to go fuck up some black people. Then, oh yeah, no. that would be yeah, that would no. be allowed in court. But it, anything that's just like circumstantial or not in direct uh, connection with what actually happened on that between him and other officers. That's probably not admissible, and I mean, then you get into this whole thing in, in terms of like who's actually on trial between Chauvin and and the other officers because they got their own trials to worry about. So it's like you can't well, really. My well, my thing was is that uh, apparently there's a, a a family connection between him and his partner. Well, so former, apparently yeah. Chauvin's married to his partner's sister. Well, they're they're divorced now. But yeah, like, well, I, now, but at the time, yeah, shortly after married. this happened, she was like, "Okay, I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> so that could be relevancy, especially like them, the brother-in-law protecting each other, you know, in this in this situation. So that could be relevancy in the case. So I I, I don't know if this one brought up yet or not, or no, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, it, you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carnes. Yeah, I don't think it's really that relevant. I mean, because they're they're brothers in you know quote unquote arms, anyway. Okay. So any officer would, would try to protect another officer, but I mean to that extreme, like you're literally watching a guy murder a dude. I'm just like mm, that's a little far. So actually, it's not a little far. It's really fucking far. It should never occur. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. We we shall see. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep posted on this. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like a, like a two two week thing. At least, though. I mean, when shit gets close, we'll we'll see, and I'm sure it'll be uh, it'll be monumental. However, it goes down. Uh, cool. Uh, now, but since we got Stitch on here, Stitch, uh, you haven't had a chance to put your thoughts on the uh, Falcon and the Witch Soldier. Uh, I know yeah, you've yeah, had yeah. some 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 very um, animated thoughts about what's going on. You've seen the first two episodes. Uh, really quick, you think you can break down your thoughts on it? Uh, overall, I'm enjoying it. Like, it's a, it's entertaining. Uh, it is a obviously a different story structure than um, WandaVision was. I mean, WandaVision was more of a mystery in terms of like what's going on here. 
what's going on here. I'm kind of getting pieces and pretty much all of YouTube was, was just full of like uh, theories in terms of like what's actually happening here. And we didn't get really any like action per se till maybe like episode four. This one, I mean, obviously the first scene you're jumping out the plane and all, all hell is breaking loose. So it's, it's, it's a, obviously a different feel. feel. Um, I'm enjoying it. However, I do have some sort of head scratching moments. Nothing that makes me want to quit it or anything. Um, I've seen articles where people are talking about the, uh, I guess, <laughs> the monetary <laughs> stuff going on with Falcon, which at the time before I saw the articles and I was just like scratching my head because some of the stuff I was just like, ah, that's kind of a reach, at least how I felt it. Like I, like, I understand that veterans came back to some fucked up shit when they came back from like Vietnam, they were treated like pieces of shit. Uh, they just were, they were just pretty much forgotten about. And especially black veterans completely understand that. And I accept that as fact. I'm just having a little bit of a hard time accepting that in 2023 or whatever year it's supposed to be taking place in that people are struggling even recognizing who Falcon is. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I, I understand. I mean, he's 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 not like LeBron James, obviously, but he's. He's up there. I mean, in terms of who he is, at least how I would imagine him being like being able to be like recognized. And then the whole the whole bank scene threw me for a loop. I'll ignore the whole him wanting to be a fisherman and collect shrimp and and live his Bubba Gump life with his <laughs> sister on the on the, on the bayous of Louisiana, or whatever. I'll, I'll I'll let that slide or whatever. But I, and I had I we talked. Uh, in our group chat but I was asking Kronos like how pensions work in the military and stuff like that because I was like okay I know he was military I couldn't remember it was foggy in terms of like if he left honorably or dishonorably or if he got injured or why he left the military but I knew that he was still connected doing military shit and they obviously uh established that because he's like hanging out with the Air Force, doing Air Force sort of missions, whether they're on the books or off the books. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's one thing. But I would imagine you're still getting a check for that. And I'm sure that they're, they're, they got you with their benefits or something of that nature. But for them to just be all of a sudden like, yo, you are doing this for free on your own dollar. You don't get any pension, any benefits. You can't go to the Navy Federal Credit Union and get a loan. <laughs> and we don't care. Uh, it shows that you weren't here for five years, so uh, you got no work, so it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm just like, I don't buy that, especially when we're living in, in a time right now where we just had a, a pandemic take us out for 10 months and we all got stimulus checks for, for whatever. Well, most of us got stimulus checks for a couple grand. For them to just turn the back on the military completely, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I don't know, especially when he's, he's talking at the fucking Smithsonian and giving fucking presentations <laughs> yeah. for the fucking for the military, and they're just like, "Yo, we don't know you. We can't. We can't help you. Like, we can't. You, you don't. You don't have a paycheck. Like, what are they just handing them bags of cash? And if they are handing them bags of cash, then he should be able to get this fucking boat fixed. Would, would he not? Like, I, I assume military <laughs> contracts make money. I've heard Kronos talk about like 
they, they military contracts they they pay you pretty decently and for him doing some some flying around blowing up shit kicking people in the mountains i would imagine <laughs> yeah he'd, he'd imagine have been paid. <laughs> he's getting he's not getting paid 15 dollars an hour to do that <laughs> no he would have been highly like if he was a military contractor he'd have, he'd have been paid in the probably close in the millions so mm -hmm. yeah and and use of the the um technology that he was using so it wouldn't have been really a problem so <laughs> yeah it, that, that whole piece like, i don't like i understand what they're trying to do you know to make it kind of artificially put in like the, the the racial thing about you know getting declined loans and stuff like that but it's like in this aspect you kind of have to sort of suspend suspend disbelief in this aspect um he has no reason to be broke mm -hmm. that they've explained so far to me no there's no reason why he should not be able to uh, get a loan or already have existing money so it, they need to do a little better job explaining that or just fucking ignore going forward and people just forget about it because right now it's, it's, it's explained poorly it is a plot hole but um overall though the show's pretty fucking good so <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up something with this show um <laughs> Ever since the very first Captain America movie with the super soldier serum going in, Steve, we've been shown and led to believe that oh. super soldiers have cat-like reflexes. Like, they, you know, you can't just run up on somebody with an AK and, and him being Captain America and you get the drop on him and, and he, he's dead. The super soldiers with the palm, the, the flag snatchers or whatever... That guy getting gunned down but being a super soldier so easily seems odd to me. Maybe they'll explain it later, but I could have sworn, like, between Cap and Bucky and all... Like, if you had the serum in you, or some form of it, you were not invincible, but you had some serious reflexes that should make you be able to dodge... Well, not dodge completely bullets, but, like get out of the way and have some crazy athleticism if you wanted to. You want to hear my theory? Sure. Are you talking about Walker? Or no. The, the no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the bad guy that sacrificed himself so his friends could get away yeah. at the airport. Yeah, so, so he just kicked over the pole and stood there for like five minutes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. That's the thing that uh, uh, that Stitch just hit the nail on the top. Well, I feel is the nail is that he stood there to sacrifice himself. Like, you keep the fight on me. So if I'm going to let my friends get on the plane and take off. I'm gonna let them be focused on me so they can't get around me. I'm gonna knock down this pole that they can't Where drive to. Hmm? <laughs> well, I'm fight? just saying, it wasn't a fight, but I'm Funny gonna sit there, like, you know, I'm gonna be the, like, roadblock, like a living roadblock to these um, military. Hold on, if you're, if you're trying to, if you're trying to stall for time, it, it see, and you have super soldier serum in you, to me, it see, makes more sense to be like yes put up a roadblock but also like be coming out of nowhere like a fucking cat like almost like uh black panther was when he dropped out of the plane and, and took out that uh that whole fucking thing with the nakia like that whole entourage or whatever like you have ridiculous reflexes to literally fight a whole bunch of people even though they have guns if you're at, if you're a super soldier you yeah are. but he's outnumbered and mm. he's probably gonna die either way so i mean not i mean he knew that going in. here's here's how my... many punches did he throw yeah here's my here's my hot take here's my hot take on this situation right is so we all know doctors right mm -hmm. but whether you score the highest in your class or lowest in your, in your class 
you still were a doctor, right? I think there could be really yeah. shitty super soldiers. So, oh, and he was, yeah. just, he, I think he was just the bottom of the class guy. He fucking knew it. He was the fucking beta male. He's like, you know what? Who's going to take one for the team? I'm fucking used to say anyway, except for knocking over fucking telephone poles. Other than that, like, it's a wrap. I ain't got no fucking actual skills. So maybe he's just a shitty super super soldier. So we, that too. I mean, I mean, we don't know how well this this serum worked. I mean, we'll it, see. It is a knockoff. It may we'll, not be, you know. Um, we'll, oh, so we're, if for those of you who are kind of lost, we're talking about specifically the second episode of uh, Falcon and Richard Soldier. Yeah, so, but, but hold on. I will say this, though. We, even if it is a knockoff, and we'll see maybe in subsequent episodes, we do know that they're strong. But we do know that they do, uh, at least some, if not most, uh, appear to have some ridiculously superhuman reflexes, at least demonstrated on top of, like, the uh, the fight scene on top of the cars and whatnot. You know, they're not normal humans, but I don't know. I, I would have expected a little bit more. But even if you're stalling for time, I would have expected a couple punches, you know, a couple flying kicks, some running, you know, a little bit more. Like, that was a weird well, scene to me. Well, but it's also yeah, like how... Oh, go ahead. It's like how well how well are they trained though. Like we all know that Steve was well trained. You know, was it wasn't just a there was a couple of things about you know Steve Rogers that made him sort of unique. First of all, he was a weak ass bitch before he got the super soldier serum, so he was used to being a weakling. But he had mm-hmm. um, like indomitable will, and so sure. and he always wanted to be on the side of right. That's like his will to survive and to be the best is a huge factor. Second of all, he was he was trained. Um, for a long time by the U.S. military, um, I think that's some people kind of forget. And he was any smart as shit. Like well, when when well, he what? No, I was gonna I was gonna say for for his training though. If you go back to that Cap One, yes, he 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 definitely has, has the army training, no doubt about it. Yeah. But when he gets the serum in him, he's instantly run. Remember, like he's running. And superhuman athleticism and strength and all that instantly. Yeah. It, it yeah. wasn't like the the training that get, made him have that. Yeah, but it was the serum. Well, the serum made him. Then, it made him faster and stronger. But I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say it made him a better fighter per se. I think that he had to do okay. training to be a, a better fighter. Because yeah, I mean, you can have natural athleticism, but it doesn't fucking show you how to fight. You know, you, sure. You, you Usain Bolt probably can't throw a fucking punch. So yeah. <laughs> I would at least have seen him throw an actual punch or whatever. If he if he throws it and he's got a limp wrist punch or whatever, then all right, yeah, this yeah. dude can't fight. But he kicked a tree, or I'm sorry, not kicked a tree, kicked a pole, stood there, <coughs> waited for the caravan to come there, and just said, feed me these bullets or whatever, and I'm going to die here or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, he pulled a quicksilver. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was rough. That, that, I mean, maybe I'll explain it later. Yeah, and I then the, um, that was weird. The part, what was the part? There was another part that uh, in the second episode where I I had major problems. Oh, the with. doctor. You had issues with the doctor. Oh yeah, the fucking doctor. Okay, so I understand <laughs> that Bucky is whatever. He's he's got mandatory therapy and everything, and somehow he snuck upon this military mission, even though he's probably not allowed to associate with the military. But Falcon, who I guess still isn't getting paid any money. He's doing these uh, Air Force missions. And it's just like, yo, you want to come with? And Bucky just hops on the plane, and it's all cool. Nobody yeah. knows anything about it. That would whatever. not have been cool. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then when they get back, 
the therapist lady is just like, yo, joint session now, you and you. I'm just like, yo, who are you to Falcon? Or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, like Bucky, like, yeah. I understand that's part of his thing. So, and Falcon's like, yes, ma'am, I'm, I'm gonna do this therapy. And just like, who, like, kick rocks. Like, you can't make me do shit. You can't so, make me do so when we first talked about this, I, we talked about her rel- or her ranking system because I was like, oh, maybe she pulled rank. But then I thought about it. So he <laughs> says no at first, and she says uh, it's not it's not a request, and he's like, fuck. So he goes. But the thing is, if you think about it, she can make things very difficult for Bucky and Sam. Because she so, can she can assign an attaché or a chaperone or detain Bucky, which could fuck up everything that they're doing. She she's a therapist. She's, <laughs> she's, she's a therapist. Sorry, hold on. She's a therapist, but she has her 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 um recommendations. She reports to somebody. She can be like, hey, if Bucky's regressing or he becomes a threat, guess what? What's you that? don't think she What's can't do something? You? That, that fucks up that fucks up Falcon's fucking situation with Bucky. She knows that they're working together. Ooh, if you yeah, throw a wrench yeah, yeah, in what they're doing, okay. that's gonna fuck Austin, everything up. I'll, I'll put it I'll put it nice and simple for you. Yo, uh Kronos, if me and you are out having beers and Lilo is just like, yo, Kronos, go home now or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that ain't me. Yeah, she can't give you that order, can she? No. no. Well it's also I'll, she, I'll talk about it from a military perspective. Alright, so <clears throat> from an actual military perspective, because I, I had a therapist when I was in the military. Actually, when I was in boot camp. Interesting. Um, yeah, they have, like, the... They can make it so you can't do anything or kick you out of the military, right? But it's also an assigned therapist. Like, like some random-ass therapist can't walk up to me and be like, Hey, I need you to come into my office now, blah, blah. And like, no. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, not unless somebody in my unit, you know, assigns her to me and there's like, there's a process to go through. But also, I mean, obviously there's stressing things for TV. You know, I, I get that. But yeah, that, that would normally never happen unless you had some issue um, with your unit or what you like the, how you conducted yourself as a military, active military member. Um, there's no way that some random ass um, therapist from whatever branch of the military is just gonna snatch you up and be like, we're gonna sit you down in the room and you're gonna listen to what I'm like, uh, no. Like I'm gonna listen to my chain of command, uh, glad, not you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said active because yeah. we are to assume that he's not active. So the only reason yeah. that he would even be able to pull any sort of rank is if he was active. And I'm pretty sure if you're active in the military, you're getting a check, right? Yeah. And yeah. so even if, even if, to even if you're a reservist, rowboat. Even if you're a reservist, you get <laughs> you pull paychecks. Yep. Yeah. I I got. I got something else that kind of irked me. Maybe, and you know, maybe you guys have a feel differently about this one, but I'll ha- it's been a while since I watched it. But I could have sworn in Civil War they really explored the whole angle of additional super soldiers quite well, and they kind of did towards the end. You know, the not a fake out, but like confirmation there were no other super soldiers. I, I I'm struggling to suspend my disbelief that Steve as crazy into following the clues and going down the rabbit holes of super soldier serum getting into the wrong hands given civil war just had no knowledge of isaiah no clue no hint and then bucky did but never told steve this seems weird to me so this is comic accurate because isaiah bradley his story is told just like they did in the uh, in the comic 
I hear so, you, but I'm so, saying in terms of relative to the movies that we've all seen. So in so the movies, I mean, I know like the biggest gripe is that Civil War, the film is not like in the comics, but of they course. did they took the same. They took Isaiah Bradley's like his his storyline about no one knowing who the fuck he was for like literally decades because he was incarcerated and him popping up later on and having his experiments fucking up his mind. And that kind of plays out in this episode. So, yeah, there is things that and what happens in the comic is Steve finds out and he tries to rectify and find out what happens. But something happens to Isaiah where they don't link up. So that's pretty comic accurate. So I, I don't see an issue with that there. I mean, I, I, I feel like both, I feel like Steve was pretty crazy based on his actions in Civil War about finding Super Soldier Serum and not letting that get into the wrong hands. Yeah, but, but it was he, it was already yeah, in somebody's but, hands. I mean, obviously there was a whole bunch of shit that, you know, they've missed in comics. I mean, listen, uh, Captain America is not a fucking super spy. You know what I mean? He's, he's not sure. in, he's not designed to like pick up secrets and shit like that. Yeah, he can do his due diligence, but at the end of the day, like the you know the actual program that he went through was highly secreted, secreted, secretive. So, and we and we all know that there was a, the, the the serum got out by more than just him. Um, isn't that? I mean, that's how we got the Red Skull, right? Because they had a fucked up version of the serum or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's true. a few few other ones as well. Um, thought it was pretty interesting. Um, another note that I will make on this is that I don't think me- people even understand that the the person that is playing Captain America is actually a U.S. agent, who I called like right away. I was like, "That's U.S. agent." But, oh yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, I was talking to my, my the comic shop that I go to, and he I was like, "Are the U.S. agent sales going up for the comic books yet?" And they're like, "No." It's like they're not selling at all. I'm like, "Holy shit, are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, they're probably gonna go up like eventually when people realize, like his name is on the actual comic. It says like the guy's name, U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. That's him." So, but people didn't put two and two together yet. Well, and, and also it seems like people hate him. <laughs> so, so far, <laughs> I, I mean, you to. know, maybe yeah. maybe that's going to change. But people people hate this character. Yeah, like they they sent the actor a whole bunch of like really ugly, toxic ass bullshit online. Uh, death threats. Yeah, literal death threats. Well, I mean, I think that's how you know you're well. Well, when you're a villain, a, a true villain, anyway, that's when you know you're a good actor as a villain. Is when you get like real mm-hmm. life threats on the act, the shit that you're pretending to play. Yep. And he yeah, hasn't even done I, anything I, yet. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that came as soon as they showed his face on the uh, at yeah. the end of the first episode. People were like, "Fuck his face!" That and that ain't, that's, that's not America's ass. Like they were. But he has a punchable face. I gotta hop out to uh, take care of the kid. I uh, I'll be in the chat, but. Um, I just want to say, Invincible is fucking amazing. I, I don't think you guys have talked about it yet, so I'll be yeah, in yeah, the will. chat. I'll talk Invincible about it. Invincible is so fucking good. Oh my god, highly recommend it. I've been telling people about it. Um, and I'll probably try to hop on next week when I get some uh, time away from from my little weather witch. So, <laughs> see you guys. I'll see you guys thanks, soon. Thanks for joining, man. So, can we try... Can we transition over to Invincible? Have you guys watched it yet? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it right yeah, now. it's weird because I've seen the first and the third episode. I haven't seen the second. Wait, that's how did fucking you, weird. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, it's it's a long story, but anyway, go ahead. You have asshole roommates? Doesn't matter. You have your own shit. You can watch it on your laptop. You got no excuse, bro. Uh, <laughs> yes and no, because it's not my account. So there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs>
All right, so I've been wanting right. to talk about this for the longest time, and I forgot. I, I could have talked about it on the 16th of this month, but I forgot, so sorry. Um, yeah, I, I got a chance to watch this uh, early access, like, you know, over a month ago. And I was like, holy shit, like, the first episode, it starts off as, like, a normal kind of coming of age, coming of age like this kid. Um, it's supposed to have, he's half human, half uh, Vel, Veltraxian? Something like sure. That. Something like that. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched the, I haven't watched the episodes recently because I watched them months ago, um, and basically Viltrax, I think that's the name of the planet. They're all basically like Superman, so they're all like they're all like Clark Kent, like Kal-El, and they send out the story so far. I think it's it's bullshit, um, based on what I've seen, um, is that they send out these they send out ambassadors to planets to protect. To protect the planet and so there's this guy named omni man who's basically like superman who protects earth and there's like an also like a, a group of superheroes that also you know are protecting the earth but he's like omni man is like the alien guy that comes down like superman to protect the earth and it starts off like really good like it starts off you know like they're fighting villains and um there's really good teamwork uh, omni man is separate from this other group i forget the name of the goddamn group He's separate from like this this team of superheroes, but he helps them when he can. But he, he doesn't want to join. Um, I think they call them guardians, right? Guardians, yeah, something like that. Um, and his son, who's uh, he has a, a son and a, and a wife, and nobody knows like who that the public doesn't know that he's married and has a kid. And so the son, he knows that he's supposed to get his superpowers someday, but he doesn't know when. It's supposed to be soon. He's kind of like a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And eventually, he gets superpowers where he can fly and stuff and. You know, he's, he's strong and he's fast and all that stuff. And so his dad is actually, you know, showing him, like, kind of training him a little bit on how to, you know, control his powers and shit like that. Like, oh, this is, like, really wholesome. Like, this is a really cool show. Like, a, a dad showing his son how to be a superhero. Like, this is this is pretty cool. I mean, it's not not nothing mind-blowing. You know, it's just, just a cool concept. Yep. And the credits roll. I'm like, all right, this is a pretty cool, uh, pretty good start so far. Then the credits go away. And the fucking horrors begin. And I was just like, basically, somebody... Somebody calls all these superheroes into um, like a secret base. I think it's like basically like the Batman character's base. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Well, why are we all? Why are we all called here?" And then everybody's like, "I don't. I thought you called. I thought you called. I thought you called." And then, then all of a sudden, like the the fast guy, he was just like, "What the fuck? Something's wrong." And then all of a sudden, he like runs and pushes somebody out of the way, and Omni Man like is trying to like kill them. And when I say kill them, it goes into like this fucking brutal murder scene of like where this dude just like fucking kills everybody in like horrific manners. And I was just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Why is there so much blood? There's like fucking intestines and brain matter and fucking all kinds of shit happening. And I was like, this guy was just teaching his son how to fly. And now all of a sudden he's fucking punching holes in people's fucking faces. And I was just like, it didn't make any sense to me like how it could go from like totally vanilla to like horrific gore mm-hmm. in a span of like 30 seconds so what and did you guys think <laughs> the, just to piggyback uh, he, he his son's a high school student and has some dealings with bullies and all of that yeah but, she was hilarious <laughs> um, in terms of that that last scene <laughs> the other heroes fight back too oh yeah like like it, it's you know they're, they're, they got superpowers they're, they're trying their fucking best the speed guys Punch in on him, you know. 
Uh, there's some explosions. Uh, the water guy is trying to drown him. You know, they're they're trying to hold him with the Martian Manhunter guy. It doesn't work against your your Omni Man, who's basically Superman in the end. But they put up a fucking fight. Like oh, they, yeah. they knock him out. He's unconscious at the end. It's not like he's just sitting around, you know, okay and fine. He he's basically in a coma at the end of it. And that was that was a fucked up but awesome last scene. I love that. The fucking the, the, yeah, the, real quick the fast guy. His death was probably the fucking saddest and the worst, because it was like once a, once Omni Man gets his hands on him and he fucking like holds him up by his head and he's squeezing him and he's trying to fight back and he's punching so fast that he's literally just like punching his his hands and his arms apart, like he's leaving bruises yep. on him, but it's like literally breaking all his bones in his arms, fighting back for his life as he's getting his head squeezed. And they're in horrific manner. They're showing this guy's fucking eyeballs pop out of his skull and then eventually he just fucking pops him. And I was just like, dude. <laughs> Hardcore. Um, actually, I don't know. Like, the uh, the Aquaman, but he's a fish guy. Yeah, he got fucked up. He man. got pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because they have this chick that's basically hot girl with no wings. And he takes her mace and just fucking rips his fucking face apart. Like, his whole head and brain matter is just like on the ground and stuff and they li they literally kind of stay there for like a good 10 seconds yep. and everyone's all like oh shit and i'm just like what the fuck and then he like uh the guy that there's another guy that has flight or whatever but he like fucks him up but then he uses his hands and literally swipes his dude's fucking head off. Yeah. Like, yep. clean off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he breaks the neck of Hot Girl. He, like, literally spins her head around. And I'm like, and you see her cough up blood and shit. And I'm just like, and when the scene pulls back, everyone's literally sitting or laying in a pool of blood or whatever kind of <laughs> liquid. Yeah, body parts and ripping. guts and shit. Yeah, the, the Batman yeah. character got fucked up too when he just grabbed him by his leg and just like popped his skull on the way down. I was just like, God oh, damn. Oh, At least his death was quick, but I was just like, man, people got yeah, fucked up they, so bad. It was all pretty bad. I mean, uh, Hot Girl or Wannabe Hot Girl, her death was pretty quick. But yeah, the Flash dude, because he was putting up a fight, but you can see his like face crush and he's still fighting. And like his eyes like popped out and he's still trying to fight and it's just it's just so bad and they show like, everything like everything yes it's like you're not prepared like when we say everything like it, uh, there's fucking intestines like rolling like fucking getting strewn about and brain matter and fucking eyeballs and teeth and ribs and shit and fucking bones i was just mm. like it's like watching a, a dc animated like movie or the old school dc animated like shows but with horrific <laughs> violence so you're you're not for like our generation, we're not ment mentally prepared for shit like that. Like it's like, oh, this is like, uh, you know, the G uh, Justice League, and then all of a sudden yep. it's like if Superman just decided to rip somebody in half, he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What happened here? Just turned into Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turned into some Ash versus Evil Dead in a lot of ways that too. But um, yeah, really, really great pilot. Uh, no doubt about it. It sets the stage quite well. I'm still working my way. I'm, I'm at the last ten. 15 minutes of episode two, but you know, they, they definitely, I know old Ninja hasn't seen it, so I won't spoil it too much, but they definitely touch into some, some alien stuff and they bring in some additional characters similar to like the teen Titans in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. Uh, for better or worse. And then you do have like the, this, uh, this world's version of a, a white Nick Fury almost, you know, in terms of 
like super spy, you know, high level super spy kind of thing that's kind of behind the scenes, but I, you know, we don't trust him all that much too uh, in the mix. But yeah, there, there's a lot going on here. Uh, I, I like this world building. At first, I was just like, ah, you know, these, these superheroes are a whole lot like obviously Justice League. And I was like, I don't know if I care about like a, you know, a fish that's basically trying to be like Aquaman. But <laughs> yeah. they solved that at the end of the first yeah, episode. No, they were like, nah, fuck that noise. You it, know? it was like Robert Kirkman was like writing the comedy. He's like, you know what? These are knockoffs. Let's just fucking kill them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I appreciate that. Because you know how it is. You like, you literally see them for all of the first episode. And you're just like, okay, that's Batman. That's Martian Manhunter. You know, that's Hawkeye. And I'm like, oh, are they going to do anything different that makes them unique? Don't matter now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or just a memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Great recommendation. I'm definitely on board. I'll watch. Uh, I think they come out with three episodes at a time every week. Uh, or is it... I don't know. Only because like I got, I got access to like the next. So when I got access to the to the show, it's only the first three. And I just got okay. an email like the other day where it's only episode four. So I think after the first three, it might be like weekly, maybe once a week. I'm, okay. I don't. I gotta look it up, but I'm, I'm pretty. It might be weekly. So okay, all good. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely catch up, and you know we could talk about it uh, subsequent weeks and whatnot uh, once everybody get uh, catches up. But it's good. It's very solid so far. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm on. I'm on board. Um, for sure. All right. Uh, should we actually? I mean, there's all kind of there's all kind of stuff. Oh, of stuff did you want to go to the do you you want to go to the Suicide Squad trailer? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did everybody watch it? Did you watch it, uh, Carlos? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah especially uh, with like King Shark. I was just like, I kept wondering like where you had that gift from, all that picture from, and I was like, what is that? Why? And yeah. I was like, oh shit! All right, that's that's pretty crazy. I King Shark uh, stole the show for me, like. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what the fuck they're gonna do with him. He's like definitely a great white, and he's thick as hell and like super violent. He all he does is murder. You know what I mean? Uh, it seems like he cracks some jokes too. You got Harley Quinn in there, and uh, you know a few others from from the first movie. But uh, I don't know Idris's character per se. Um, but yeah, this looks you know entertaining. It definitely looks like a hard R, and I think the first one was PG-13, but. Uh, my, oh, the other big thing from the, the trailer itself was Starro is in this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, in it, in it. And I was like, oh, we're going intergalactic uh, badass uh, villain starfish on here. Oh, okay, I'm with it. This is going to be wild. What y'all think? Oh, yeah. This definitely going to be wild. Um, it's funny to me because a lot of the, the squad is like, C listers and D listers because they got like polka dot man and shit. Oh, yeah, they're supposed to be. And it's, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the point I of mean, suicide. I, I mean, I guess the, I mean, because there's the thinker, and like if you're watching CW thinker, he was actually a force you reckoned with, but this thinker, he looks like he's like confused or maybe on drugs or something because they're trying to suppress him or whatnot. And uh, there's definitely a lot more villains than there were in the first one, a yeah. lot more. So we'll see. I figured they put all these people in because they're probably going to die probably pretty pretty quick or whatnot. But, you know, we see Captain Boomerang again. Um, we see John Cena as some wannabe, like, I forget the name of his character, but it's going to uh, be It's uh, Peace. I'm pretty sure he's Peacemaker. I only know that yes, because I just, I just read the... Hold on, give me a second. 
There's he new should suicide, the Suicide Squad, uh, Infinite Frontier. There you go. I wrote okay. this the other day. So. Yeah, that and looks like he's uh, on the cover. He's on the cover. So yeah, it should be should be pretty interesting to see. I I, I expect this to be very bloody, and mm-hmm. probably pretty funny. A lot James Gunn's uh, Guardians kind of. I hope he doesn't try to copy Guardians and make this like basically DC's Guardians because Suicide Squads is is different from Guardians. So we'll see. But I hope I hope yeah I hope so too. But I don't think so in terms of like the feel. For this, I think at least a third or a quarter of the cast, I think it is going to truly die oh, one yeah. way or another of Suicide Squad. You know? Yeah, yeah I, mean, what's, I, I suspect that. Well, what's interesting, it, it's... DC can use... They can use this franchise, Suicide Squad, as like an opportunity to kind of like just fuck around with. Have like a cool like little sandbox of like interesting kind of throwaway characters because that's what the Suicide oh, yeah. Squad is, is that you just have these characters like calendar man and shit like that like ones that are kind of like throwaway characters that you can mess with for an entire movie and if they die who cares you know you, 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 can, you can have fun with it um so i i think it's i think it's kind of cool um i'll probably watch it uh i think that starro being in it is going to be um maybe that's the reason why they need to have the suicide squad because the star is taking over uh some of the heroes but uh we we'll see so i i well, it's kind of weird, like Will Smith, I guess, not being in it, but I guess it doesn't really need to be. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. He, we'll, we'll see. Well, they got they got Viola back, um, you know, and yeah. I, I felt like she got, I, I don't know, kind of shortchanged. She had a couple scenes in that first one, but I was like, I want more Waller. Like, Waller is supposed to be, like, <laughs> really the head uh, bitch in charge in a lot of ways in terms of the Suicide Squad, and she should have a lot of screen time, in, at least in my opinion. Not with the action. But with the whole like threat of death, you know what I mean, and Waller being in your ear, like I'm going to kill you if you don't complete this mission. You have a bomb in your head, you know. Yeah. Waller should be intimidating. Yeah, she should be more of an asshole, honestly. In the, yeah. in the movie, she really should. But yeah. yeah, oh, we also got Flag. Flag is back. So. Flag yeah, is always so. he's, he's the constant with uh, the Suicide Squad usually. Um, yeah, even yeah, in this one, too. like he's Flag is still there, but uh, he gets taken out. So, not killed, but he gets taken out, like, in the first issue. So, I was like, okay. So, Waller is just fucking wilding out. <laughs> She's just yep. like, fuck it. That's what I like. Like, Waller should be diabolical, like, you know, a queen in charge, basically. And, you know, you, you should never be able to predict what the fuck she's going to do next with these guys. Because they're all expendable, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I, I love the fact that she will basically, by any means necessary... Will she get the job done? Like she's like the perfect like anti-hero character because obviously she's doing it to um, save humanity, but it's also like some of the shit that she does is just like you're kind of losing your humanity while you're doing this. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the last one, she murdered her staff. Absolutely, like, she's, she's she's like trying to leave. So hold up, I had to take care of something. Pop, 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 pop. All right, now we can go. I was like, God dang. That's yeah, all more of that. that. More of that for certain, goddammit. Um, so there was some big news. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con has uh, officially stated that uh, they're going to have some in-per- uh, in-person con Thanksgiving fucking weekend in San Diego. Uh, I thought this was fucking huge news. Cronus's uh, brother, uh, the captain who's been on here before, 
uh, kind of hit us up, not in the DMs, maybe a text or whatever, uh, and then I got an email from them, and I was like, okay, more news to come. Are y'all y'all excited about this? What do you think? Go ahead, on Ninja. I was going to say yes and no, because I feel like Thanksgiving is a bad time to be like traveling out to San Diego, especially if you're on the East Coast or whatnot, because normally I, I view Thanksgiving as a huge family time, even though I know... There are some people who do not celebrate Thanksgiving, so that's on them. So uh, I think it's a little, maybe a little too close to the holidays because Christmas is like right around the corner right after. So, I mean, it's good that we're getting a con back, but uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Actually, I think it's perfect, to be honest with Ooh. you. All right, so hear me out. All right, so Comic-Con, usually like the Thursday night, they, they're obviously not going to have Comic-Con on Thanksgiving Day. It's Thursday. Right, yep. they shouldn't anyway. They should it should start on a Friday, and so if you want to, you know, spend time with your family uh, for Thanksgiving, you can. You have that Thursday, fly out, you know, Thursday night or Friday morning to Comic Con. You have the fucking weekend off anyway. It's perfect. Yes. Like you already have the day off, so why not go to Comic Con and do it? That that that's those are my thoughts on it, and I think people are looking forward to getting a con back. The, the fact that. Uh, one of the biggest cons, if not the biggest con in the country, um, is one of the first to say that, hey, we're coming back, and this is the date. And it's a, to me, it's a safe date. Um, obviously, if you know coronavirus um, surges again, which it could, you know, you never know. I mean, people aren't taking the, not everybody's taking the vaccines because they think they're invincible for some reason. Um, you know, if it comes back, I think they'll change it again. But as of right now, if the, if things stay constant and we stay on the decline, more folks get vaccinated. Um, I think it's a great idea to bring it back. Um, we will like, some of us will likely be there. Um, I'll probably be there anyway with just for my brother to enjoy Thanksgiving with him. Um, but if, cause I know we, we try to trade off who goes to Comic-Con and I, me and Blue went last time. So I think it's you, uh, one of your other three guys oh, no. to go. No, it was you and me. We went last oh, that's time. Right. It was you and, and me. then yeah. Blue, Blue went through the time before the one person was knocked on is Stitch. Stitch has it yet to go. Yeah, so I'm I'm down to go and uh, at least be in the area if I can't go. Um, but yeah. if I can't go, I may I buy tickets. I don't, you know, show. Uh, actually, no, KMAC will freak the fuck out. She won't be able to go. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, a lot of logistics just still get worked out and shit. Um, but if even if it's like three quarters of like the normal attendees that's a huge win for san diego for the convention center for geek culture you know there's going to be some premieres you know there's going to be some panels that are interesting um you know some giveaways some swag all of that good stuff man i i'm excited i, I can't help but be fucking excited man uh I, I hope that you know the virus doesn't get in the fucking way i i hope that they can get it all coordinated because you know i know it sounds like it's a far you know many months away but that it'll be here before you fucking know it uh, but I agree with Kronos in terms of the timing. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're really not doing anything but eating leftovers, and then some people participate in that crazy madness of Black Friday. Some people do it online. Some people do it in person. This is a much better use of most of your time, you know, in terms of having some fun and uh, being part of the, one of the biggest fucking cons in the world. I'm excited, man. This, this should be cool. Um, and I, shit, I'm going to try to take advantage. Once it becomes uh, available... Maybe, fingers crossed, we can get a goddamn panel up in that motherfucker. Let's see. That would be that would be great. We'll have to think about the, our next panel topic. Um, yeah, yeah we have ideas, so yeah, we'll do something cool. Oh yeah, we can get it. 
We've got plenty of shit. Um, Attack on... Did you see Attack on Titan? Yes. Oh, shit. No, I did not. Go ahead, talk about it. I'm going to step away for a second. <laughs> well, I can't, just, I can't hear Just this. at a quick high... Just, even you can say for this part. At a quick high level, we thought that... You know, they kind of did a fake out. We thought that this was going to be the finale finale. Oh, but yeah, we're, yeah. We're, it's a two-parter. So it's not the end. But the problem is the two-parter won't be for basically another fucking year. So we're not going to see anything until 2022. I thought it was winter this year. Am I wrong? Winter of 2022. Not winter of 2021. Winter of 2022. Damn. Okay. And this was announced officially on Funimation's website. Damn. So that's almost a whole fucking year. So you'll you'll wait. (laughs) And we waited. We waited before. So I guess. But I guess they want more time for the manga to finish. Or the manga to finish? Oh, yeah. They don't want to... I talk about it all the time. I'll bring it up again. You don't want to pull a fucking Ronnie Kenshin and destroy Mm. your entire franchise because you decided to go ahead of the manga. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely wait for the manga to finish, however long that takes, and then finish the the actual anime. Yeah, so I I guess the the writers and the the animation side and and the manga side are working together to make sure not to fuck people over. And... I was just reading the other day that they are, if anyone was trying to post post spoilers, they were going to try to, like, take action against whoever posted. So, oh, yeah, that's serious shit, man. Fuck yeah, them people. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, that's what that, but go ahead, talk about the episode, I'll be back. <laughs> go ahead, Kratos, you, you want to set it up? I'm trying to think about this episode. Um, This is the one where uh, Zeke basically committed suicide, right, the episode before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they show, like, his remains of his body i mean he's still alive i think because like the upper half of his body was still there he has no arms he has no lower torso obviously that includes his legs um he basically he's, he's a rib cage and a head and some nubs and it, it was semi-death by suicide but semi-death by captain levy the uh, levy or whatever well yeah so so basically he put a thunder uh thunder what do they call it thunder stick thunder whatever yeah in his side and he attached the actual uh, ignition mechanism to the head of Zeke. So if he moved around too much, uh, it would it would pop off the fucking ignition mechanism and the Thunderbolt thing. And it would blow up Zeke. And so Zeke was just like, well, fuck. Because <laughs> fucking Levi kept cutting off the legs of Zeke so he couldn't turn into a Titan. Um, and so that was a solution. Like, if he does mess up, and he does turn into a titan. Obviously, it would it would change the uh, his mass, and then it would pop the the thing off, and he would just blow up. Well, Zeke yeah. was just like, "Fuck, it, I'm just gonna blow myself up." So he blew himself up, and Levi, which I think Levi is okay. I'm pretty sure he's okay. Yeah, he, he got. They didn't really show up in this episode nope. at all. So at the beginning of the episode, they just basically showed showed Zeke all fucked up. And then some crazy random rando titan ran up to him, tore its guts open, and shoved uh, Zeke inside to make sure that that he was safe. And then they started talking about um, the consequences of drinking that guy's spinal fluid. So you take over the rest. <laughs> uh, shit, man. I'm sorry. It's been a few days since I've seen it. But, um, yeah, in ter- I didn't quite get the whole aspect of the spinal fluid. Because I know he put it in the wine. Yeah. But, like... 
the dangers of it, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't quite on board with what that does other than the Titan stuff. Go ahead. So he can control people on some level and turn them into Titans if they drink his spinal fluid. So remember... Okay. Yeah, so remember in, like, the very first episode of this season, how, like, they were, like, mass-dropping pe- yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had his spinal fluid, and then, like, on command, it would change them into Titans. Like, the, the mindless Titans. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, that, when that's they, how he got they bombarded away. that one city. Yeah, and so what he did was he put a bunch of his spinal fluid in a whole bunch of wine, and he fed that wine to all the higher-ups um, that were in the military for uh, Paradise, and then also yeah. some of like just the basic soldiers. The pe- all, almost all the soldiers that were watching him, except for Levi, drank some of that wine, and yeah. so that's how he got away. Because uh, when he decided he was finished, <laughs> he just walked away, or he ran away, and Levi tried to chase after him. But and that's when he triggered like, "Hey, turn to Titans now!" And so Levi had to mm-hmm. go back and just murder all his all his friends, and he didn't give a fuck. He just cut them all down. Levi is so fucking badass, goddammit. Like, the, he's not the fucking... You talk about some super soldier serum. Like, he is able to do... Yeah. It seems like the fucking impossible. He doesn't seem anywhere close to human. You know what I mean? In terms of his abilities and whatnot. Um, these are basically his... You talk about brothers in arms. Like, these are folks who, who are in his platoon. You know what I mean? That he's, he's bonded with them for a long time. But he's led them. You know what I mean? Like, he's been the true captain. And then to have to kill them all, I was like, what the fuck? But no, he, he's just covered in blood. He's coming down. He's just like, I'm going to get my fucking revenge on Zeke. He never liked Zeke. He never trusted Zeke. Nope. He never gave a fuck about him. I just love that aspect of him because he's he's just like singularly focused on the fact that he hates this motherfucker and doesn't trust him for shit. And he's telling him, I'm going to be the one that's going to kill you. Not anybody else. And it seems like Zeke was aware, self-aware enough to be intimidated by him, or at least a plan for for Levi a little bit. But you can't plan for a a hurricane like fucking Levi. Yeah, he just fucks everything up. Like he's he's basically a monster. What, what's interesting to me is that in the last episode, not the one we just watched, but the one before that, when uh, Aaron broke down the Ackermans, um, I think that there's something unique about Levi, um, where there's like a trigger. That's supposed to happen with the Ackermans, where they're supposed to protect somebody. Yeah. And yeah. So. Um, with Mikasa, we saw that, right? Yeah. With Mikasa, she's supposed to protect Aaron, like at no matter yeah. the cost, and it's subconscious. But I think that with Levi, actually, wasn't he like adopted or some shit? He might have maybe been. Maybe that's why. I'm fuzzy on maybe that. Maybe it was adopted. I can't remember. Maybe it was adopted. But he, if he wasn't, maybe he was told to protect himself or something like that, and that's the reason why he's so fucking badass and why he can't fucking die. It's because they protect yeah. themselves, like at all costs. Um, but yeah, there's definitely like a gene in there, and he and um, Aaron proved it, like in the the last episode, where he's just like, yeah, like you're, you know, you're supposed to protect me, and that's the reason why you like that today. You know, I don't really care about you. And then when and I go ahead. Well, when that dude tried to tried to punch him, and then subconsciously, like all of a sudden, Mikasa just protected him, like stopped the guy from punching mm-hmm. him, and she was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, and we also get an aspect of Levi was talking about, like, reminiscing about how many times he's actually protected Aaron. You know what I mean? He was just like, this is dozens of times or almost hundreds of times or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I think there's something fucking there. You know what I mean? At a genetic level. Because he doesn't behave like anybody else on the fucking show. He, he's just that OP. Um, 
we, we'll fucking see, man. I, I, I can't wait, I guess, till 2022, but we're going to fucking have to. But I, I love this show. I love it all the way around. Man. Yeah, I, I, I love the way, like, the direction that went with it. So, like, basically, they're, they're really blurring the lines between, like, terrorists and freedom fighters in, in mm-hmm. this season. It's just like, yeah, you know, one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. So, yep. and the fact that, you know, Aaron's basically trying to, he's, f- for what we are led to believe is that Aaron and Zeke, they're trying to end all the Eldians so there's going to be no more Titans. So he's going to make yeah. it so that he's going to sterilize basically everybody. The, definitely the case. And I, I will say this, not that I feel a whole lot of sympathy for Zeke, because I still hate that motherfucker, but you do get some backstory with him, like with the yeah. whole baseball stuff and... You know, you know where that came from. You know how his family was treated when he was a little boy and whatnot. And they definitely have some uh, really overt allusions to basically a Holocaust as well. You know what I mean? You got yeah. the whole symbol on them, the armbands. Uh, because of their race, they are treated like uh, subhumans. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're grow- no matter where they grow up, they're, they're treated as, as evil. You know, and that's, we know that's wrong. We know that's fucked up. We know that it, it's playing on some, like, world war one kind of aspect of technology in a lot of ways you know but it's weird because for certain uh, certain kingdoms or whatever they're super advanced from a military standpoint and a technology standpoint and then we know in paradise because they've been closed off they weren't aware of a whole lot of fucking tech and so when that one ambassador from japan comes through uh there's there's a li- slowly more awareness on on some things with well, the outside no. world and tech. Actually, no, it's the other way. It's kind of the other way around. They have they, it's, oh, it's different kinds of tech. So okay. when they came to paradise, they had no idea that there was anti-Titan technology. Remember? Ah, okay. And so when they were, when they when they showed when they gave that lady from Japan like that um, their ODM gear, they're like, well, you need a That's special true. kind of like crystal to like use this, but I'll give this to you, but you need a special thing that you told me mined at, at paradise. So, yes. Um, Paradise is not, they're not geared for war against humans, but they were geared for war against Titans. However, once they figured out they, were, they had to go to war against humans, when they had like the, the other Ackerman guy, they quickly mm-hmm. adapted to like using guns. And, oh, so, yeah. that, and so that's why when they, when they went to um, Marley, they were just wholesale murdering motherfuckers because they were like, they had ODM gear plus guns and fucking swords to protect them against. Um, titans and the titans were unprepared they were they feared people in you know odm gear they were just like why am i scared when i'm a titan but there's yep. a swarm of these humans that are coming and like coming to fuck me up so i thought that was an interesting plus, thing. plus they're shooting those rocket spears like they are fucking bullets or, or like they're javelins or something they, yeah yeah they, they're just expert marksmen uh with all of that fucking shit so i god damn and we, we didn't even talk about the whole fact with uh, Gabby and uh, is it Falco? Yeah, yeah. You know, in in the restaurant and shit, uh, where Falco gets knocked out by the other, uh, the cook that uh, used to cook for uh, Potato yeah. Girl. because well, they, I mean, they cook fucking, they killed Sasha. I mean, Gabby killed Sasha. So, yep. Um, Gabby yep. just keep, she keeps getting, you know, let off the hook. But yeah, she did some fucked up shit. But I, like, I'm kind of glad that they're not killing her, but at the same time, it's like I, I'm surprised they didn't kill her. You know, they, they're trying yeah. to break, they're trying to break the cycle, and I get that. So, but but she's she's caught, she's making it so fucking hard for them every goddamn time because she's so hell bent on murdering the devils. You yeah, know? but I think I think she's opening up now to seeing like, hey, like they're not lying to me. Like she's starting yeah. to see. 
Anyway, oh, oh Ned, you can put your head, headset back on if you can hear me. I think we're done with Attack on Titan. Do you see the motion? Yeah, he'll, he'll figure it out. Uh, we got, uh, well, actually, I think it debuted tonight, Zilla vs. Kong, right? We're just yeah. going to wait for next week. I'm going to watch you out. But... I'll be right back. Oh, y'all are done talking about that? Yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I was mentioning uh, Zillow, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is tonight, but I, obviously everybody's talking about it. Well, a lot of people have already seen it. It launched at midnight, so... I mean, people are partially spoiling it. I mean, I've heard the partial spoilers, so... But I still yeah. want to see it. Uh, I've been, I was trying to get ahead of the curve, but I was really tired, so... It's all good. But yeah. I'm definitely... I'm watching it literally right after the cast. Yeah, like, I'll probably... I'll probably watch it tomorrow, uh, or might, I might start a little bit of it late night tonight. We'll we'll fucking see. Yeah, as soon as the cast is done, I'm that's going straight up on the screen, watching this bad bitch. Because because uh, tomorrow I gotta you know I I watch Falcon and Winter Soldier when it drops on the West Coast at twelve one, or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it's like late for everybody else, or if it drops midnight for you know each time zone. Who knows? But when it drops so. at twelve one, when it drops at twelve one, I'm watching it. <clears throat> uh, I almost did the same thing with the Godzilla, but I'm gonna watch it tonight for sure. Guarantee. Guarantee. Good fucking shit. Uh, did we want to touch upon? Well, I, I, I guess Rick and Morty's coming back. We know that for certain. Oh yeah, is what it is. It's coming out um, in June. But what did you think of the trailer? Like the fuck. I mean, look, it, it, it's Rick and Morty. I'm already, I'm already sold. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, but you, it, it looks like we're getting uh, probably the same amount of episodes, maybe more. I mean, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I know that there's a Voltron episode again. I know there was a Voltron reference before in season three, but we're getting an actual like episode where they're all in voltron gear they're doing the old school like hanging on the little zip line and dropping into their respective like ships and shit like flat out all about voltron type shit uh, i can't I'm, wait i'm fucking down man like I, i've always missed this show but i also i'm a patient fan i'm not one of these assholes that's gonna harass them online talking about oh i need my shit nah nah do your shit uh we'll wait patiently but you know it, it's it's highly anticipated. We'll fucking see, you know? I'm just yeah. amazed that studios can still produce uh, high-quality animated content given uh, the past fucking year that we goddamn had, especially all uh, remotely and shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure it was harder for them because they couldn't be in the studio, use the tools that they needed, but, you know, they managed to get it done. I'm pretty sure they just took their workstations home or were able to transfer and do, or do, like, you know... Uh, file sharing stuff and work at home and then put it all together so yeah. i will say um just switching gears a little bit uh there is one one other series animated uh, series that i want to recommend um on netflix they have dota dragon's blood which so, is go ahead i was gonna uh no go ahead I, I have a question for you at the end for this go ahead yeah so this is uh i didn't play the video game but it's based on a pretty popular uh game from valve i think it's an rpg i believe um, and mostly played on the PC. I don't think it's on consoles, but I could be wrong on that. But in any event, uh, if you like uh, Voltron or Kipo or even Boondocks, it's the same studio, Studio Mirror. Um, and literally, I swear to God, the main character, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Davido? 
uh, Davion, I'm sorry. He looks dead on like um, uh, the guy from Voltron, uh, not Keith, but the other, the first Black Lion. Oh, uh, Shiro. Shiro. He looks dead on like him. But this shit is f- medieval fucking bloody. Uh, I know we talked about Invincible and that bloodiness and, uh, and violent guts and shit. You're going to see some of that in this series. Only they're going to do that with a, a whole lot of dragons right off the fucking bat. But it's it, it feels like some Witcher shit with dragons, but reminiscent of Castlevania and Voltron animation. Go ahead. What was your question? You already answered my question. My question was, was just based off the game. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I've never played the game because I know. So I think the game is a um, I don't know if it's by Valve or something, but I it know that. Valve. Well, I know Dota Valve. two. Dota two was like basically kind of like a spinoff or something. It's like a user defined game or something. So I, I don't think there's wrong. an official. I was wrong. It, it, uh, Dota two is a MOBA. So yeah, let me, let me correct okay. that. So I'm just like, oh, I, I've never played the game. I know it's supposed to be like more people prefer that over World of Warcraft, I guess. They look, I don't uh, know about more. WoW is pretty huge. I don't yeah, know about WoW more. Is huge, but Dota's kind of up there as well. So, I mean, if you go to any college campus, they're talking about Dota versus World, World of Warcraft. And more people are, at least on a lot of college campuses across the it's U.S. It's a different kind of game, playing though. Dota. I mean, Dota's not It really- is di- it's not an MMO. Yeah, it's a MOBA. Yeah, it's a MOBA. Which... Kind of close. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, I just I know someone that finished this in a day. So apparently they... It's an easy pretty... watch. Yeah. It's only, what, eight episodes or something like that? Yeah, eight 30-minute episodes. Um, like I said, it, I finished like three or four two nights ago. And the only reason why I didn't finish it off last time is because I wanted to watch some... Uh, invincible but it's fucking solid man I, I i fucking dig it they got cool elf characters they got a dragon slayer they got dragons and demons doing all kinds of real evil fucked up shit there's some orgies you know i'm all about it you have me there you go. <laughs> yeah I, I think you'll dig this i think you'll dig this one especially i mean if you like violent adult themed animation even if you're not familiar with the game, like I'm not familiar with the game, I think you'll fucking dig it. It's a winner. But I haven't finished it quite yet. So if, if the last three or four episodes suck, I'll let you know next week. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? Did we have any? Did we want to talk about that Zola story? We should, because we talked about it on the cat. We went extensive, like what, a couple years ago on this? Because this shit was crazy. It was crazy. Crazy shit. Yeah, go ahead. We're all trying to the validity. So, did y'all see the trailer? Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, boy, man, this looks—it looks, it looks in, just as insane as the Twitter story. So, those of you who don't know, the Zola story—you can actually probably find it. I think the story de- has been taken off of Twitter, but you can still find it if you look up hashtag Zola. You'll find the whole, all the tweets like in chronological order. It basically tells like the weekend of strippers in like florida and this crazy weekend that they have and like a lot of people were saying that this was fake and you know someone just made some kind of like you know some story and turned it into twitter posts but then people started corroborating the story they're saying hey here's a news clipping of of this happening around the time that she 
this person told us events. There's other people who claim to be witnesses about this. So it's super weird and crazy. And now it's a movie. And there's a trailer out right now that looks just as fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's amazing. It, you know, they dropped the trailer, I think the day, a year after. Uh, oh, no. Apparently. Oh, this is a different one. No, this is it. I guess the release date, it came out in Sundance last year. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on, this can't be right. Give me the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is a fuck. No, this is the film. Okay. It's, it said okay, that, okay, I mean, so it had its world premiere at Sundance Film Festival January 24th of 2020. Oh, so that was pre-pandemic. Yeah, but it's, it's a Sundance film, so... But the, the Zolo store is back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Because I, I know that Ava, uh, it was a, Ava DuVernay, I think, was trying to get involved because she was interested in the story because she tweeted about it. Yeah. And she's like, well, she was talking about developing it. I don't know who developed this this version of the film, but there was a lot of people. This was all, like, celebrities were chiming in on this. People were trying to corroborate. It was a crazy, crazy story. I, I hope the the original uh, women who posted or woman who posted it got some serious pay a uh, coin for the uh, fucking screenplay or whatever because this was an early like I guess 2015 viral fucking series of tweets everybody was talking about this I know we did a whole episode we'll have to rewind the tape on that episode because I'm fuzzy on some of them details after the years but this was a wild ass story. it was the dankest story on Twitter I had ever fucking heard. I'm pretty sure the Zolo story was nominated for a Golden Nick Prize. Probably was, yeah. So I, I'm excited. I want to see it. You know what I mean? Especially if it's done well with real actors and shit. Let's fucking go, you know? The trailer looks good. I, I'm fucking down. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks it looks crazy. It looks like independent crazy. I, I guess if you've ever seen... Uh, what was that? What's the Halo movie about stripping... Uh, Hustlers, I believe. I think that was it. This is like a an indie version of Hustlers, I guess. <laughs> okay. Good shit. So I, I'm interested in seeing this. I want to see how this plays out. Kronos is going down the Batcave into research, full research on this. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, dude. I'll, I'll try to see what happened to her. Like, where, what is she doing now? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully she's safe. Her, her, her name is, uh, hope I'm saying her name right. I believe it's, her name is Isaiah uh, Wells is her name okay but goes by isaiah king so i'm just trying to figure out like did she get paid because i hope she got paid (laughs) get your money girl Mm -hmm. all right well um do we have any b the b's for this week Mm -hmm. you can you can do some double checking on that yeah i can check really quickly because someone had one last week and we almost missed it yeah okay I, I, I didn't see any, but it is what it is. We'll fucking see. Did y'all see the Spiral trailer? I I saw bits and pieces of it. I'm already sold. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fucking Saw movie fan, so I've seen every single one of them. I'm not going to miss a Saw movie. This is in the the Saw universe, but it has Chris Rock in it, so I'm, I'm down to already see it. I don't want to be spoiled too much. Yeah, I mean, the trailer showed... Ooh. It, it looked crazy. We, I mean, you have Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, and Samuel L. Jackson always said he wanted to be in a horror movie, and this looks like the perfect property for him. 
Well, well, in the very first one, people forget um, Danny Glover was yeah, in the yeah. first one for Saw. So, you know, it's had some respectable actors in there and whatnot. Yeah, uh, well, same with Carrie, uh, Carrie Elwes. El- 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 I mean, he's in Princess Bride, and he's still, you know, doing movies and stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff, so. Yeah, and, and the movies make a fucking shit ton of money. They're dirt cheap to make. So if mm. they gross over a hundred million dollars in their entire box office run that's all fucking gravy you know what i mean and most of these movies will do three four hundred five hundred million worldwide which doesn't sound like a whole lot compared to like mcu numbers and avengers movies and shit but when they're like you know 20 million dollars to make you know that's fucking great like for the studio so yeah they're gonna keep on making these things and it's Uh, been a few a few years since they've done it well here's the the bti um this is from Victor, our boy Victor VZA. <laughs> Definitely check out his channel, uh, VZA on uh, on YouTube. He has some pretty dope videos on uh, artistry. Um, he's a good dude too. Um, he asks, "How much does DC pay Prodigy to bash all of Marvel's products?" This motherfucker. <laughs> Inquiring so minds must to... know. Yeah. So this is the reference to Cthulhu Prodigy's tweet where he says, "Quote." I still don't know anything about Eternals, but I'm sure y'all will hype it up as the greatest of all time in a few months. <laughs> yeah, I, here's the thing. Um, I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. We just got done talking about that. Uh, loved pretty much all, except for I was a little lukewarm on the, uh, the Ultron movie, but I like the Avengers movies. Love Black Panther. You know what I mean? Love Winter Soldier. Love the first Guardians movie. Uh, shit all over Captain Marvel, shitting all over Black Widow. First it went from nobody needs this Black Widow movie, nobody wants a Black Widow movie, to I don't want to see a Passing of the Mantle movie. Well, here's the thing. In terms of my interest in it, yeah, it, it certainly waned. Now, if we talked about Black Widow after Iron Man 2 or after Winter Soldier, I think they waited a lo- way too long. I just personally fucking do. Now, if it's good, it's good, but I think they waited way too fucking long. And in-game showed a death. So, you know, I, I think it's very logical that they're going to do some kind of passing on to someone in the greater Black Widow family rather than have, like they did with Thor, like they did with Cap, like they did with Tony, uh, like they're doing with Spidey, you know, a, a trilogy uh, trilogy movie for that character, like they're doing with Ant-Man. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a weird way of doing it. We've seen the model already work in terms of solo films but i don't think that that's what they're going for based on endgame and whatnot and based on them showing a a family of it so and the movie's been in the can since i don't know late 2019 you know so it's it's a little old it's not their fault we had a pandemic it is what it is but um i don't have to be interested in every single project um i was actually i was pleasantly surprised with uh when I saw it later on with Ant-Man and Wasp, it was an okay movie, you know, but I didn't feel the Spidey. I didn't feel the Spidey movies. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, there's a difference between not having an interest versus shitting on it outright before you see a trailer, before you see promotional items. That's totally different. And you've done that on numerous occasions. Like, yeah, like like you uh, just did. Certainly. I've certainly shit on everybody on this show is shit on some stuff. Before before anything, you shit on it when it's casted. Yeah, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did I or did I not, after seeing it, shit all over Birds of Prey last year? 
I dominated it for a rotten eggplant. I said Kathy Yan is one of the worst. I I, I completely shitted on it's that movie. You, I did. I was excited about it. It's because you hate women. Like, oh, That's okay, a it's got you and you and McGregor in it, and I liked uh, uh, fucking Harley Quinn or whatever. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, "No, nah, this is fucking terrible." I shit all over that one. So that's a ratio. That's still like a terrible ratio. You're looking at a a, a four to one ratio. <laughs> I didn't love Su. Hold on, wait, wait. I didn't love Suicide Squad. You know, the very first one. I didn't love that one. I wasn't. I'm not raving about Suicide Squad. I didn't love the first theatrical Justice League. You don't hear me talking about that as being some. A uh, pinnacle of fucking uh, comic book movie. Like, what the fuck? I'm not saying, I'm not comparing them per franchise. I'm talking about individual movies that you basically just shit on before. There's some that, we, hold on, there's some, there's some movies I don't personally like. Everybody has individual takes on movies. Usually there's, there's people, some that, there's some that I don't get down with. I just don't. So there, there's a difference in not getting down with it versus shitting on it when in movies being fucking cast. Or if you don't like the movie, why even say anything about it at all? But you want to go on shit post after shit post before you even see anything about a film, whether it's DC or Marvel. And that's why VZA is, is asking, at least on this part. Okay, so... If, if this is in response to Eternals, just to rewind a little bit, I don't have much interest in Eternals. I haven't seen much about. Well, it. You also don't I know a little bit about the cast. I don't. I don't have much interest in it. Well, I just don't. I think now, the, hold on, real quick. I can do a 180 on that. You, ask, if, you if also don't. More, you also don't know anything about the Eternals, right? So that's probably another. Yeah, reason but why I, no interest. What What I'm telling you is, I don't even have interest in learning about them. And I'm someone who reads comics. I don't have a, a an interest right now. I didn't have an interest in Guardians, but I ended up liking the movie, and I didn't know much about the Guardians and and, and watched the movie. We'll see. So, but but, the, but Marvel hasn't given us much on Eternals. Yeah, well, well, they have in the past. They just haven't read the comics, it, which is fine. You can't. No, 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 I'm talk, no, 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 no. I'm talking about they haven't given us much for the movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I mean, to be honest, the, the movies that you like, you know, they're you read the comics. You know, you had interest in no, them before. No, no. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying like traditionally, like all these Marvel movies that came out, not all of them, but a lot of them, you read the comics before the movie came out. So you had some, some, um, at least some interest from like a basic standpoint, like like Spider-Man, for instance. Like when it was movies first started coming out, you obviously know of Spider-Man, so you're interested in the movie. Same thing of like the Avengers, you know of the Avengers, you read the comics, so you're interested in seeing the Avengers. With the Eternals, I don't think you know anything about them, like, at all. And uh, most people don't, which is fine. Just like Guardians of the Galaxy, like you said. But I think that what, most, what they should be doing to hype up the movie, there is a link between the Eternals and Thanos that they haven't really talked about, like, at all, with, like, the, the build. There, obviously, there's, there's been no uh, real um, marketing for the movie yet, but there is a solid link between the Eternals and Thanos. Thanos literally is part of the Eternals. He's a, he's a Titan, but the Titans come from the Eternals because his dad was is an Eternal, and he decided to go to, to Titan and create his own like little thing. So, I think that you could be more interested than you think you would be if you knew about the comics, which I'm reading up on now. Um, the new Eternals uh, comic that there's a new run that's come, that came out that shows a link between Thanos and and the Eternals. They have like a really interesting um, sort of like superhero ish type deal. They they kind of they're different from they're almost on like sort of the celestial levels but like light 
in the comic book. Yeah. In the comic book. In the comic book. So, to, for, for me, it's interest there because I, I love the way that Marvel does like their whole cosmic thing with Thanos and the Celestials and like all these other like cosmic beings, and I, I lump the Eternals in with that. So, yeah. There, there's certain cosmic characters that I do love. Silver Surfer is definitely one of them. You know, um, obviously Thanos and Galactus are, are certainly in the mix. Oh, things that you read. Um, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I will tell you this: I have never been a reader of Captain America, and I liked all the Captain America movies. I, I knew of him. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But I've never read like solo Captain Captain America books from when I was little, even to the day. I don't read Cap for the most part. But but you knew of him, like you. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure you'd never even heard of the Eternals before the movie was announced, right? No, no. I, I, no, I have heard of them. I have heard of them, but I just, yeah, they just they don't quite interest me. And you know, we we will see when they start pumping up the fucking movie. But you know, I'm also not one to be just like because it's an MCU movie, sight unseen, no trailer, anything. This is gonna be the greatest thing ever, either. So we'll see. You don't, you don't have to, but you do the complete opposite. That's my point. You start. Fucking dumping the huge do, fucking. Do you have a, Do you have a quote of me shitting on the Eternals? Uh, so I have a. Because I don't remember partial. that. I have I a partial. I have a partial where you you reinforce someone else shitting on the Eternals. I'll put okay. it that way. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's shitting on it, Jason. I mean, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you like like you have in the past. You shat on Captain Marvel before you even saw anything. You shat now, on Black Widow, and it's not even out. So well, you've hold, done that oh, shit in the past. Hold on one second, though. So we all okay, I'm gonna repeat this for Black Widow. I had much more, in, and I think everybody on this cast has said very similar things. Had much more interest after Winter Soldier and after uh, Iron Man Two. Some of my interest in the character, from a solo movie standpoint, waned after ten fucking years. Well, like, wait, I, I don't know how that's unfair. No, I mean. <laughs> Well, I think it's also that me and Old Ninja, we both got to watch like more of an extended view of uh, Black Widow, and it looked it looked pretty good, to be honest. I, I was very surprised on on, uh, yeah, on what yeah. I saw, but that was I mean, like fucking two years ago. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, it's yeah. been a while. Uh, going on three years. I mean, we saw them in 2019. <laughs> that, that would be it's two about years. to be math. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, my, uh, <laughs> thinking, uh, I'm thinking 2018 even further back, but yeah, no, 2019, I mean, it'll be a full two years in July. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'll just say this. I shit on Theatrical Justice League quite a bit. And yeah, but I like, after, I like, well, hold on, hold on. Hold, well, hold on. I shit on it because it wasn't that great. And then I didn't have any expectations for the Snyder one and then liked that one. So... Who knows what'll happen when Eternals fucking drops or when Black Widow fucking drops, you know? But I'm I'm liking Falcon despite some of my small small issues with it. I mean, Stitch alluded to a few, but like that Super Soldier stuff is yeah, I don't know about that one. It, they got a, they got some explaining to do. Yeah, well, there's not a whole lot of episodes left. We're about to hit the halfway mark this week. Oh, it's only six episodes, huh? Yeah, it's only six. Okay. I can understand because well, God, I mean, because. Th- their budget is pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like movie level budget. I mean, they're spending a lot of fucking money on this. Show. I'll give them that, yeah, for certain. All right, All right guys, let's wrap it on up. Uh, Old Danger, what you got popping this week? Uh, so right after this fucking cast, I am 
watching fucking Godzilla beat a fucking monkey to death. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I mean, I'm pretty sure, just like Matt said, we know that they're going to fight. There's probably going to be some third monster or third entity or whatever that, that comes in. I don't care. I'm still watching this. Um, I'm hoping to see good fight scenes. I'm hoping the humans are smarter than they were in uh, Godzilla, King of All Monsters, because that was... They were fucking retarded in that film, so I'm hoping they're they're at least thinking in this movie. Um, I have it with me. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna pull it out, but the final book of the Alphabet Squadron for Star Wars came out came out on the seventh, but I just picked it up, so um, I'm planning on trying to work my way through those. There's gonna be some new High Republic comics, I believe, coming out early next week. I think next Tuesday, so. Um, uh, one of the variant comics will probably fetch for a lot. I'm gonna try to see if I can get my hands on it before the price blows up. Because one of the, the artwork on it looks fucking amazing. You have like a Jedi riding a Rancor, which is one of the variants. So um, I expect that's gonna be really uh, high. Um, definitely watching some Falcon the Winter Soldier. Um, well, oh, looking forward to finishing some uh, Invincible. So I'm going to try to watch that middle episode and then uh, catch the new episode this week, hopefully. And then um, the weather has been nice in the bay, so I'm probably going to have a beach day again, um, probably on Friday. Uh, check out some of the microbreweries that are out there because there's one in Half Moon Bay that's actually really nice. I actually serve decent food because um, we're opening up a little bit, uh, a lot more here in California. So going to take advantage of some sun and some food. Yeah, good, sh- good shit. Carlos, what you got? All right. I got, you know, my, my second dose of the vaccine the other last week. Did I talk about last week? Uh, I yeah. think you got it after the cast. No? I did. Yeah. Cause oh, I got yeah. it last Friday. So yeah, it went by just fine. Um, I got, I had, I had an immune response just for total transparency because people um, are hesitant to get the vaccine. So they think it's going to give you 5g or some shit. You're stupid if you think that. Anyway, it was a joke. Um, not you being stupid. That's definitely, if you think it gives you 5G, you're a fucking moron. Um, anyway, I did get an, an immune response. I got, um, I was a little tired. I had some body aches. Wasn't bad. Then the day afterwards, um, the lymph node in my left armpit, which is the side that I got the shot on, uh, swelled the fuck up and it was tender. But it wasn't gigantic. You know, it was just like, I could tell it was swollen. Uh, I thought I just slept on my, um, my bed wrong. And then I like touched my armpit. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck? Like something's wrong here." And that's a—it's a normal thing that can happen because obviously it's my body responding to um, the other uh, M- mRNA um, like spike proteins. So my body was like, "Hey, attack these things, fuck them." So I thought it was good to, to get the response. I feel fine. Um, didn't stop me from working out or anything. Uh, all my symptoms that I had from the vaccine last Friday are gone now, so I'm, I'm feeling feeling fine. Um, another thing is balance exchange. We're going to wrap up season two in about two weeks. Um, the last episode, two episodes ago, was about regulation and deregulation. And the last one we just recorded uh, was about U.S. social programs and breaking down socialism and communism. Because I think that most people don't know what the fuck those two things mean and um, the usefulness of having social programs uh, in America. So, yeah, they're good educational. It's not like this podcast. All right. It's, it's basically educational shit. So if you don't want to get educated on anything, just don't fucking listen to it. Because it's it, 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 like it, a TED Talk. Be the BTI's TED Talk. It, it, it is kind of like a, a TED Talk with like 
with me and a guy that should probably run for president when he gets a little older. So, yeah. <laughs> Dan's a good dude. Papa Bear. That's all I got. Good right. shit. Um, for me, I am... Um, I finished off... Just one quick shout out. I finished off fucking Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1. Goddamn. Excellent shonen. Definitely fucking watch that. Shout out to uh, Pirate Queen Jen. She kept stressing that I, I watched this one and... I fucking uh, finished it off last week, and I can't get over some of these fucking characters. I won't spoil it. It does, for me, feel like it's right on that level of Demon Slayer. I know that's high praise. I stand by those words. It's it's up there. Um, definitely watching a little bit more Invincible. I got less than a month until uh, my big titty uh, vampy queen uh, Resident Evil Village drops out. Um, I think that actually a little over a month, May 7th, I believe. So I'm going to try to play through some of the DLCs for Resident Evil 7, because that's in first oh, person as well. Oh, uh, it I, was free, right? On, it was free on PSN, I think, for a second? Yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't think it included the DLC. I'll double check that. Hmm. So if not, I'll just fucking buy them, man. Cause, yeah, because uh, like, if, you, if you waited too long, you're going to have to buy them. Yeah, it's all, all good. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly pay for it. That was one of uh, those surprise games I played uh, towards the beginning of the pandemic, and I fucking loved it, so... Can't wait for that shit. Um, and other than that, I am going to... Oh, uh, real quick shout out. I, I want to watch um, Knives Out, the first one. I kept hearing oh, really good, good things about it. Yeah. And now I saw some shit that uh, Netflix, I guess, bought the rights or whatever. And it's going to turn it into a franchise with like two or three sequels. And I was like, oh, I thought it was a one-off movie. So I'm fucking down. Let me go back and, and watch the first one. See, uh, see, how it's, uh, see how it shakes out. Because I heard good things. Yeah, you didn't watch the first one. First one's actually really good. Yeah, it's a right. nice, it's a nice who done it with, with some twist to it. It's actually pretty good. I, I think Cronus, you saw it too, right? I did not actually. I, I need to watch it though because I, I like you know movies like that. So yeah, yeah it's Daniel nice Craig's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Of, so Lakeith Stanfield's in it. Oh wow! Nice. Uh, I feel like I feel like he was kind of wasted. So I hope he shows up in the sequel. But yeah, like. Uh, What's Chris Evans in it? He plays a complete and fucker, fucking asshole. Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, Anna De Arma, who's like the new hot girl right now because she's in Knives Out and she's going to be in the upcoming uh, No Time to Die Bond film. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, she's she's in a lot of upcoming stuff. Um, I think. Oh, and then uh, R.I.P. to Christopher Plummer because the movie centers around his his character, so it's really good film. Nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Oh, and then, of course, Godzilla. I'll do that uh, tonight or tomorrow. Oh, there, there's... I don't celebrate it, but uh, my kids and, you know, my mom and whatnot are certainly uh, going to, I guess, celebrate Easter, you know? So I think that's on Sunday. Uh, oh, so shit. I should have a lot of fucking time because they'll all be away doing their thing. So me and Mishka will probably, I don't know, since she's been vaccinated, maybe we'll actually go out someplace. Who knows? We'll that see. explains... That explains why I got jelly beans this week. <laughs> Makes fucking sense. Yeah, it's, weird like, how, it, it's on a Sunday already. A lot of people already have Sunday off. It, eh, it's weird. Yeah. And, it, and it floats. I don't like holidays to fucking float. Yeah, then I mean, pick a goddamn day. Well, it, it's, especially, <laughs> when it's, especially when it's supposed to be about the death of Jesus. Like, he died on one day. Not, yeah. not a span of day. And, and he didn't. But anyway, not going to go there. <laughs> Pick a fucking day. I don't like this lunar calendar bullshit. Say it's April 1st every goddamn year or whatever the fuck it is. Do better. 
Take us out, old ninja. <laughs> you guys ranting? Uh, sure. <laughs> Sure. Uh, oh, quick side note. I'm going to watch me some Redo Healer. Oh, shit! What episode are you on, motherfucker? I'm on the current episode. Oh, <laughs> They're actually, man. I don't know when it airs, so if it if it releases tomorrow, which I think it does, then I'll be one ep- two episodes behind. I'm on he episode 11. I'm on episode 11. He got that motherfucking revenge on that blade bench, didn't he? That was all bad. That was the oh. weirdest. That was some shit that I did not expect. That was pretty fucked up. So I'm uh, I'm actually on that episode. So I didn't finish that one, I don't think. So Redo was... is fucked up. It's not interspecies reviewers. It's all revenge porn and not in a good way. Holy mm. shit. It's, all... it's super petty, but yeah. <laughs> So you just but almost, ju- almost, not quite, almost justified in terms of his reasons for revenge, but not how he does it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so check us out anywhere and everywhere. We're Black and Black Times Infinity. Check us out. Titty Titty. B-, B then BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Twitter, Facebook, iHeartRadio now, uh, Spotify, uh, Radio Republic. Uh, Check us out on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. We're all there, too. Check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash BNBDI. Check us out every Wednesday night, 8.30 Pacific Daylight Time, or, yeah, PDT Time, whatever the D stands for. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, sure. CP Time. (laughs) See, yeah. Yeah, we do start at CP Time. Don't don't switch to time. It's all my... When we're late, it's 100% my fault. Just so you know. No, uh, that's not that's not necessarily true. No, it is because I, you know, everything's transmitted through the Infinity Base and it's at my house. And but we, we we've had to wait. There's been times you've been ready. We've had to wait for something. No, that's true. But I guess we'll start it. True. <laughs> punch U.S. agent in the motherfucking face. You got a punchable face. goddammit. it. <laughs> it's so but sad. Leave the actor alone. Leave the actor alone. Leave the actor alone. Don't fucking be a shitty actor. Don't be a shitty fan online. Yeah, there you go. We are out this bitch. Peace.